Hey there. I would like to begin this episode by thanking some people, people like Buffalo Carl, J.P. Grant, Zachary Rowland, Joseph Mazzocchi, and Jared Bowles. All of these are people who have gone to patreon.com slash TV and gave us some money and helped us out, uh, supported the shows, supported the network. Uh, it's all good stuff. You can be like them and go to patreon.com slash TV and thank you. Field. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a Games Club podcast. And this week we are talking about Stardew Valley, which is a life sim game developed and published by Concerned Ape for the PC and contemporary systems in 2016. And the line of budget salad dressings. Is it now? So, no, just Stardew Valley sounds like salad dressing to me. It does. Well, you think uh, of the valley. Yeah. 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 It's weird the valley became a suffix for salad dressing. <laughs> Harvest Valley, Harvest yeah. Star, Stardew, yeah. Um uh, yeah. Prune Tracy. Yeah, all of that. Prune welcome <laughs> Welcome to the jungle, Gary. Yeah. Oh, You're you were die. You were you were leading me along with this whole oh yeah. darkest dungeon. Oh, it's it, it's fire, yeah. it's all this. Oh, we're in coal town now. It's a. it's quite I take comfort. Mm-hmm. In the, so so first of all, thank you, Zach. Thank you, Zach, uh, for, for executive for producing, producing this. this episode. Yes. Yeah, we appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Uh, big shout out to My Marvelous Year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have guessed on that. Jeremy has guessed on the podcast version of that. It is a great service. Nice. Uh, I take comfort in the fact that I'm going to get yelled at for this episode because <laughs> I played like 23 hours of it and I noped out before a lot of stuff happened. Uh-huh. But you don't do the romance. You're going to get yelled at too. Yeah, I know, right? Because I... a lot of people, this is the game where everybody gets, everybody on, on Duck V gets yelled at because uh, I realized it partway through. Uh, this is playing it wrong month. I, I do, um, do you think? Oh, with Left 4 Dead and with uh, Star, Dead StarCraft? And StarCraft. Yeah, and then like this. single player these uh, these competitive multiplayer games. Uh huh. And the fact that regardless of how we play Stardew, we're playing it wrong to somebody. <laughs> like we it... accidentally made playing it wrong month. Like, and it's it's a pretty like perfect it... playing it wrong month. Yeah, I I, I didn't know? think about that, but you're absolutely right. Because uh, Stardew yeah. Valley is a lot of things for a lot of people, and a good deal of the story content, and a lot of like the fan community stuff around it mm-hmm. is about the is about the individual characters, and you find that. Either by marrying them or by uh, yeah. or by advancing their friendships, and and we ain't gonna get that, that much. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> we were talking about it a little bit, but I I didn't engage with it too much. I got a four heart event, uh huh, with one of the characters, but I, I got I got bones to pick with that social system, yeah, which, which yeah. we'll talk about. Uh, and I don't think that they're, I think that, uh, people who are listening to this, who are big Stardew fans might think we're playing it wrong. I don't think that concerned ape thinks there is a wrong way to play this. No. Um, 
I think that this is this is more about uh, choosing your own adventure. I think so too. Uh, basically, yeah. so uh, but yeah, I just I want to get out in front of that. So if you want to yell at me <laughs> for not putting you know six hundred hours into it and getting to the end of the island content, yeah, uh, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But also yell at Cole because he doesn't care about the waifus. No, I, I um, don't. It, it 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 does not confer upon me an economic advantage. So yeah, it's a, <laughs> well, it, it can eventually kinda. Uh-huh. But uh, I talked to other people about this game, mm-hmm. and uh, when I was like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't really talk to the people. I mostly like I farm, and then if it's raining, I go to the dungeon." And they're like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and then I, I showed my girlfriend my farm, and she's like, "Why do you have so many minerals? And why do you not have a wife yet?" And I'm like, "I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, why, but, but why does my why is my sim always single and living in a house where he where he's self employed?" and working on maxing out every skill yeah Yeah, i don't you know it's uh it's yeah so so we have there's a lot of stuff uh to talk about in uh in this game and i want to put out before we get into it in front Mm -hmm. street we're not going to get to everything nope um i also uh how deep in the weeds we get on like the collectathon stuff i think is is probably good to get out there because there is a lot of like um there are probably like optimal fish yes and at the very least, like, I don't know the optimal fish. I mm. like, I want to express the, the, the experience of playing this for 23 hours yeah. without using a guide. Right. Uh, which is what I did. Mm-hmm. And I have played this for many hundreds of hours and I have, you know, referenced guides and I've referenced wikis and stuff like that. I have done a human guide. I mean, no, I would not say that there's, there are things that I'm going to factually get wrong as I fire off at the mouth based on something uh, that has old information or what I, what I think it might've been just, just getting out there. This is a game that people have kind of made their life to a certain extent. There's a really robust mod community. They're very passionate fans about this. And, um, I think that uh, the way that the game designed uh, the game is designed is really smart because most of the systems have a way designed in to get around them. Um, and I think that that is, uh, 100% necessary, uh, in a game where you're going to follow your nose and set your own goals and, you know, set your routine based on which of the systems is engaging to you and what kind of rewards you want on the other side of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, this is by, uh, yeah, I, I will, I'll get, let's talk about the individual bits. I have tons of feelings about Stardew Valley, mm-hmm. uh, cause the time that I enjoyed it, I enjoyed it a lot. And then when I got sick of it, I got sick of it really hard. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't see why I got to stop this. Yeah. Uh, I have to put this down. Uh, and it just, you know, how many hours I can make my own fun, mm-hmm. uh, with a, with a treadmill, right? Like this, this is the most treadmill thing that we've done. Mm-hmm. Um, you are, uh, gaining, uh, money basically, or gaining points or what have you to make it easier to gain points, to make it easier to gain points, to make it easier to gain points. Or to unlock new, new, new things, new systems, new places, stuff like that, which in turn there, make it easier there, to do stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Make it easier for you to do stuff. And the new systems and new places are really similar to the old systems and old and old places. Mm-hmm. From what I can tell, like you can go to a place with new fruit, but it's, you're still doing the same basic loop. Yeah. You know, like there, there is a, uh, so it's really interesting this game in that context mm-hmm. for me. Um, yeah. I have a lot of feelings about Stardew Valley. Yeah. Uh, for people who don't know, 
Uh, you play as a city dweller who works at an Amazon. Uh, you get burnt out on urban professional life, and your grandpa gives you a farm. He basically leaves you a farm grenade. Like, <laughs> and he did, someday you're going to feel sick of this shit. <laughs> Quit your job and go live in a hut. <laughs> yep. Uh, so you uh, take take the farm. You uh, take the bus out to uh, Pelican Down, uh, which is in Stardew Valley. It's a small little town that is kind of modeled after the uh, the Pacific Northwest. Um, which mm-hmm. is where the creator uh, kind of grew up and you establish a new life away from the hustle and bustle, probably uh, bringing some of that hustle and or bustle with you, uh, depending on how much you're on that paper chase. Yeah. It, it, the, the way it sounds, I love uh, picturing the way that you play this, basically f- trying to factory farm with one person. Yep. <laughs> And, and, and automating this pleasant, <laughs> idyllic little town. Yeah, no, well, uh, I, Gary, I don't, I don't, it's not one person. I hire, let's say, the local fairy folk to harvest for me. I <laughs> <laughs> pay them what they like to call coal scrip. <laughs> and the, um, the, uh, you pay them a certain amount of farm bucks, but you, you, you can basically automate. <laughs> Like, I I love the I mean again we'll get into it. I love the narrative of this game being so like back to nature and stuff uh-huh. and the experience of playing it as being like get that money uh-huh. you got to get that money ooh you got to climb got deeply capitalistic game <laughs> uh, in in a lot of ways oh man uh, deeply materialist at the very least yes uh, but uh, but yeah this is uh, kind of made to be uh, kind of an indie alternative to uh, Harvest Moon and Story of Seasons. Uh, kind of the, mm-hmm. the the modern iteration of the Harvest Moon games, although that series is a mess. We have covered um, Harvest Moon in the past. We, we did the SNES version alongside mm-hmm. alongside Sim City. We've also done the Sims Three, so we have a couple of a uh, couple of Sims like this. This is the most involved of these, though. Yes, yeah, this is a very generous game. Yeah, um, there are there are a lot of it is a, a very wide and deep game. There are a lot of things to do, mm-hmm. um, which we'll talk about. At least a survey course on all of them, uh, keeping in mind that, uh, you know, we don't play the game the same way you do. Yeah. And people play this game differently. And that is part of the intent, yeah. regardless of how many YouTubes you see that say, like, don't make these 10 mistakes. Right. Uh, the, the creator is like, no, 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 make mistakes. Make mistakes. There's um, uh, all the, uh, the only pressure is time. And guess what? It's going to come back around. So. Yeah, uh, and that's no pressure. You have as much time as you need. Yes, yeah. Uh, until your dad, your grandpa's ghost comes back to haunt you to tell you you fucked up. <laughs> Ooh, bill co- bills come due. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't believe in ghosts. Get yeah. off my factory farm. If there is something um, that you missed that you felt was like a like a wildly good uh, kind of story beat with a particular character or a system that we didn't engage with, I would encourage you to write in as a response on that. Sure. Uh, not so much in a oh you clods you 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 forgot you know you missed a spot kind of thing. I just want to know i want to know, know different ways that people who kind of play this and engaged with it because i definitely am coming at it from the uh from the management sim kind of uh kind of aspect yeah yeah uh let's get uh let's get into the development reception i'm gonna yeah. say you know i have i have again i'm bursting at the seam with thoughts i've been waiting to talk about this <laughs> uh but i don't want to get ahead of myself yeah um concerned ape is not this man's Christian God name. Uh, his name is Eric Baroni, mm-hmm. uh, and he graduated from the University of Washington, Tacoma, in 2011. Had trouble finding work in the games industry, uh, and the story behind him, like deciding to you know do this as, a, as an exercise, basically to keep his his art and programming sharp, was that like he was sick of the Harvest Moon games that were coming out. Yeah. 
So he just decided to make one, like mm-hmm. which I think is really cool. You know, yeah. the, this this is a niche genre I love. No one's doing it right. I bet you I could do that right. Yeah. Uh, you know, this itch isn't being scratched for me. Maybe there are other people who feel the same way. And we can we can kind of create this hypothetical alternate evolution uh, for the series. And mm-hmm. holy shit, it worked. Uh, this is mm-hmm. an incredibly inspirational game uh, or an, an incredibly inspirational story of uh, kind of independent game development. Um, you mm-hmm. know, uh, incredibly uh, happy for the, the success that Eric has found because uh seems like a good dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, he announced the game in 2012 uh, and he got support from the publisher Chucklefish to kind of handle the non-development tasks uh, related to the game development, community stuff, etc. This is important because this game was developed solo. Um, one of the mm-hmm. biggest projects that we've seen that has been developed by a single person. Uh, I'm oh, sure yeah. there's been help and input from any number of people who tested and such, but the majority of the heavy lifting has been done by Baroni himself. So programming, art, music, all of which uh, are good and sound, um, and mm-hmm. all of which uh, we're, we're, we're done. And I've seen photos of his working space. Like he just recently uh, up- upgraded from like a standing desk made of like a bunch of uh, pop, uh, like like old pop cases stacked on top of each other uh yeah. th- this is a sprawling product that came from a very modest place yeah yeah usually when someone makes a game on their own they outsource the art and music mm-hmm. you know you see a lot of that yeah um but yeah it, this this is all solo bolo um brune uh figured you know players would try to maximize efficiency he had he had his eye on you uh cool with farming spreadsheets so he made systems like cooking and fishing monetarily inefficient Mm -hmm. uh this is one of the kind of philosophical differences in this game yeah um whether it is best like to what degree you should process your wares yeah yeah before before selling them um here you know it is not better to sell omelets as opposed to eggs Mm -hmm. Uh, they give you stat boost which allow you to get more eggs which allow you to make more omelets allow you to get more eggs which allow you to get more omelets etc well i mean Uh, instead you you make a better omelet which gives you energy to go into the mines to get you know go deeper get better ore, make a better hoe to farm enough stuff to upgrade your uh to sell to upgrade your coop to get more chickens etc there are any number of intermediate steps these systems that lock together in really cool ways yeah, no, I agree. It's just it's all towards getting better mm-hmm. and more. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, uh, the um, Baroni no. did not want to uh, pre-sell the game. There was no like early access. There was no pre-release or anything. Um, it was just hey, let's put the uh, let's put the full uh, the full product out and iterate on it afterwards. And boy, did he! Uh, mm-hmm. This has gotten a great deal of post post release support. I think all of that is kind of drying up now as Baroni has announced the. Uh, uh, the, the haunted the, the chocolatier follow, the haunted chocolatier which looks looks interesting um mm-hmm. yeah but uh we got to the 1.5 uh release here a little bit earlier uh this year at least on the switch which is where i've played which is the majority of where i play this game um and uh this includes like big stuff not just new structures but whole new areas whole new areas a whole post game um added on mm-hmm. um co-op both online and local uh it's ridiculous mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and this is a huge hit, uh, commercially and critically, uh, commercially like this is, has crossed the barrier where you can buy merchandise, like Stardew Valley merchandise in like a Fuego yes. in a mall. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's one of the few games we've done that have crossed over into the real world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not just fan gamer. 
yes. kind of stuff. But like, you know, I, I will see in the mall, you can see a backpack with like a Stardew Valley chicken mm-hmm. uh, hanging from the, the keychain. I love, I love, I, I loved the, the plushes that you got for pre-ordering Harvest Moon games. The little plush cows mm-hmm. were great. Um, and I love the, the, the plush chickens that you can see for this. The, uh, yeah, the, the, the fan gamer stuff for this is pretty good. Um, I have mm-hmm. a map of, of, of Pelican Town up on my living room wall. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're really nice. Uh, they're, there's really good stuff. Uh, you, uh, uh, brought my attention to the guide, mm-hmm. which is full is like hand drawn large yeah. portions of it. Um, which is real also really, really attractive. Yeah. It's beautiful. Uh, yeah. Nice object. Yep. Um, it wasn't just a hit with uh, customers and critics. This also was a hit with the original creator of Harvest Moon, which has to be a huge feather in Brony's cap. Uh, Yasuhiro Wada uh, says that this captures the feel of the uh, of the old games better than what the series has become. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for a while, Brony was going to make his follow up game was to be about a wizard academy, but instead he went for Haunted Chocolatier, mm-hmm. which at the very least is is less generic sounding. Yes, like. What's that mean? <laughs> like, you know, I, I, uh, it looks like Stardew Valley yeah. in screenshots. Um, mm-hmm. I'll be, I'll be curious as to what, uh, what advances yeah. that has in it, because this already feels like this contains a sequel. Yeah. You know, like that the Island could have been a sequel to this, mm-hmm. uh, game. Yeah. So yeah. he has earned my, uh, my, both my trust and curiosity. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so when you start the game, um, your character is, uh, sitting by your grandfather's deathbed and he gives you your farm bomb, uh, <laughs> says open this only when you run out of patience for modern life. Uh, and, uh, you, you obey mm-hmm. you, uh, you know, your character is working at Amazon. Um, I, it feels like Amazon because it's got the little smile. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thing, uh, Jojo Mart, yes. uh, Jojo corporation, um, here, which is just a big, big faceless thing. You're working a cubicle. Someone has died in the next cubicle over. Yeah. Uh, and you're like, fuck this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and you open the letter. Yes. Um, and it says that your grandpa suffered, you know, kind of a similar fate, uh, saying, oh, I needed to move to a place where I could find real connections with people and nature. And the envelope mm-hmm. contains the deed to your family farm. Uh, it is yours to uh, to start your new life on, to go and connect with people and live among the wildlife in harmony, making spreadsheets, starting a monoculture bonanza farm and rooting through people's trash. Yeah, I I definitely want to talk about the psychopath that you play in this game. (laughs) Uh, This is one of our, like, we've done a lot of, like, characters who are close to the edge of sanity. Mm -hmm. Like your Alan Wakes, your Max (laughs) Payne's and stuff. They have nothing on the main character of Stardew Valley. Yeah. Who is a stone-cold fucking psychopath. Oh, yeah. Uh, Uh, Just, here, um, I want you to take this jewel from me. (laughs) Yeah, here, I don't know, I don't don't speak, but here... Here's, here's a Sunday. Uh, oh, you don't want to dance with me? Is it because I hang out at the tide pool all the time? <laughs> There's some pretty cool stuff you can find out at the tide pool. Uh-huh. You, you basically you you play as both Charlie and Frank in this if they farm. Like I, I like go down in the sewer to see some ghouls. You know, little ghouls that, that sell me stuff. Chromus. Uh, <laughs> I told yeah. you, you've got to stop talking to Chromus. <laughs> He's like, well, no, I mean, dude, he's pretty cool. Like, if you talk to him, he's pretty like you, you are basically Charlie Day in this. Uh, huge Charlie Day energy. Oh, oh I eat horseradish. I, I, I eat ground treats. Uh, if I find something on the ground, I eat it. Uh, you know. uh, gotta go out and check the crab pots. Yeah, yeah. Living so off the fat of the sea. Things. 
Oh, um, man. <laughs> so you arrive in Pelican Town by a bus and uh, the local builder, Robin, meets you at the, uh, at the, at the, at the bus stop and the mayor sent you uh, sent her here and you're taken out to your uh, to your shithole funny farm money pit. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that has been um, that, that has been left to go to seed. Yeah. And and I'm sure we've got we've got a note for this or later, but part of the joy of this game is looking at this and being like, I can bring order to this. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You're in some way. You know. This is the the joke for Harvest Moon is always like, I want to go on the yard work simulator. Uh huh. Um. This is a yard work simulator, at least in part. Oh, it's so good. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's satisfying to mow lawns mm-hmm. in uh, video games. It is. Um. The uh. So Mayor Lewis uh, shows up. He says, Hey. The people in town appreciate you coming by to introduce yourself. Here's a box. Uh, if you have anything to sell, I will swing by as the mayor mm-hmm. and pick it up to sell sell it for you. Yeah. Don't worry, you'll never see me. Um, <laughs> you can you can go to bed at 1:50 a.m. Mm-hmm. and I go the second after you come to sleep. Yeah, I have nothing else to do. Yeah, well, that's um, why you pass out at 2 a.m. because he fucking darts you if you're out. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm just, like, just pounding Jojo Colas. I fished out of the fucking river, and I still pass out <laughs> at 2 a.m. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, prior to this opening cutscene, you've made a couple of uh, choices. You have designed your uh, you've designed your character, setting your appearance, and such. Mm-hmm. You've also selected which kind of farm you want. Uh, which farm did mm-hmm. you go with this time, Gary? Uh, just the standard. I was trying to get to the, the standard. I, I'd played this before, but I played it for like, you know, I, I was like, oh man, this is dangerous. I shouldn't let it get my hooks into me. Mm-hmm. So I played it for a few hours and, and ducked out. Yeah. Yeah. I played it before. So this was, I wanted to uh, see further in the game and the standard experience. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the, the standard farm is good all around. Uh, the other farms, um, they are specialized to particular skills. Uh, but they're also just really difficult to grow on. Um, they, they have limited spaces and such. The Four Corners Farm is neat. That was one that was added here with the co-op kind of thing. The For idea, co-op. Yeah, the yeah. idea being that the different corners have um, kind of different uh, uh, kind of areas where all of the aspects of the other ones would uh, uh, kind of show up. So there's like a little quarry. There's places where uh, like trees and stumps will show up, like, like foraging spots. There's a bigger fishing spot. It's interesting and neat. Uh, if I start a new one, I'm probably just going to do the standard one, though. Mm. Yeah, because I, I, uh... I did the uh, Four Corners this summer. I the, the This is weird. This is the first game where it's like, I put 200 hours into this over the summer. I'm probably mm-hmm. good not, not restarting a new farm for this in the month prior. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Did uh what do you what do you name your farm? Is it because it's a factory farm thing or they're all like X four, six, seven, twelve? Um like farm, my, farm number A A A A A A capital B. <laughs> my first farm was uh was Duck Farm. My second farm was mm-hmm. Crick Farm. What brick farm? Crick farm. Oh, Crick Farm. Got you. Gotcha, gotcha. What about um, you? <laughs> I, I I decided to uh name mine in tribute to the author of Animal Farm. So it's 1984 Mole Farm. <laughs> uh, he, uh, to to kind of hit both. <laughs> oh uh, man. <laughs> the uh, so uh, there's also a beach farm that has sandy soil, so you can't really sprinkle, but you have uh, supplies that wash up. Mm-hmm. There's a uh, a forest farm where there's monsters. Yeah, rove around. 
Uh, but there are a lot of things I, I can mostly speak to the standard farm. I just read about yeah. the other ones. Yeah. No, they're, they're for, uh, they're, they're for very specialized kind of playthroughs. Uh, if you're going to be yeah. trying to see everything, it's best to do, just do the standard because you can like plant forests and stuff on the standard. You can do a lot of stuff just with the land that, uh, that is given to you. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about your little man. Yeah. Your little, uh, little, little, little man, woman. woman or other little person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so you got lots of stats to manage and I'm including like a, this is a pretty wide, um, remit of like bars that you have to look at for this little section, everything from HP to time. Um, mm -hmm. and you have HP. Uh, it will only deplete when there are monsters that attack you, uh, during combat. Uh, and that only happens if you choose to, you know, either, uh, uh, let monsters onto your farm or by going into particular spaces. The most important one though, is your exhaustion meter, uh, your energy bar, which like in harvest moon, uh, it'll fill up with exhaustion as you, uh, perform actions. Yeah. Uh, you get ample warning about yes. this when you're, when you're about to pass out and you eat things to fill this up. This is as old as harvest moon. Uh, to do this if you actually run out of uh, energy or hp you pass out and then somebody picks you up and cuddles you into bed mm -hmm. either returns you to your house or the doctor's office yeah the idea of someone gently <laughs> placing you in your bed is very funny and it being the mayor of the town is extra funny oh god um, uh, this is expensive it costs money lost items uh, you'll wake up with less energy mm -hmm. the next day if you uh, ran out the clock on energy that's a big deal um yeah um you can get those items back i never died Oh, from this, yeah. uh, in the game. So, so, so you never, you never died of losing HP like down in the, uh, down in the mines. No, I, oh. I got to about level one Oh five in the mines and, and did not die. Yeah. Uh, yeah. or a little, little over a hundred. Maybe it's not one. I don't remember. I got mm -hmm. over a hundred cause I was like, when did I, it says get to the end. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, where's the fucking end? It's like, uh, but I got to, yeah. I got to uh, over a hundred and did not, uh, but I did die from exhaustion a couple of times, mm -hmm. uh, passed out yeah. a lot of times trying to make my way back from the dungeon. Um, at 2 a.m. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the, like the getting items back, that's a thing at the adventurers guild where the, uh, where the mm -hmm. old, uh, the, the, the old soldiers hang out. Uh, that's like you pay a fee and you can, um, select one item to be recovered and sent to your mailbox the next day. Um, mm -hmm. and yeah, because what is lost is random. Uh, you're never going to, I don't believe that you're going to use it. You're going to lose any of your tools, but you might lose your sword, which might be really valuable or like a whole stack of resources, maybe like a stack of iridium that you went down there to, uh, to get. Um, I think so. you can, you, maybe you can lose your tools because they introduced the lost and found box oh, to huh. replace your base items. Gotcha. Like if you lose your upgraded hoe, a basic hoe will show up in the lost <laughs> and found. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't say World star. Uh, we'll find, we'll show up in the lost and found box. Right. Um, yeah. So. Oh, World star man. Valley. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd, like to, I'd like to play that. That'd be fun. Um, yeah. yeah. So your maximum energy can be increased by finding any star, star drop fruits. Uh, these are big deals. Uh, like you mm -hmm. get these for major, major achievements. Uh, you're going to want to uh, uh, be on the lookout for anything, any uh, time you can get these, because that is just more things you can do without uh, mm -hmm. uh, using resources, uh, without eating something that you could sell. Yeah. Yeah. Or just like, again, floor finds. Yeah. Um, you also have an inventory limit at the start. Um, if you're carrying your tools, that's basically half your backpack. Mm -hmm. Um, and then there are exorbitantly priced backpacks. Yeah. $50,000 backpacks you can buy. Yeah. I have no idea how money is used in this town. No. Other than me buying stuff. <laughs> uh, this town supports a homeless population. It does. Why? 
Yeah. I keep giving, just passing the same $30,000 over and over. <laughs> buy the same fucking hut. You, you have an option to buy a hut for a hundred dollars mm-hmm. and put it on your land and nobody will do it for the homeless fella. It's a rounding error. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's horrible. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, you know, um, oh, and when you talk to him, he says he likes it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you also get a chest. You can build it like you can build many of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can change their color so you can organize. And this is so you can keep stuff in your in your farm or what have you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is good. And like like way, way late in the game, you can buy chests that are uh, linked to linked together, like the Resident Evil item chests. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff like that as you maintain two farms uh, across uh, mm-hmm. across the Pelican Down and uh, the Ginger Island. Um, mm-hmm. so as you, uh, perform actions, you will gain experience in different skills. You have farming, mining, foraging, combat, and fishing. Um, mm-hmm. and if you do a major level up, uh, you, during the night after you level up, you're going to get a chance to pick between two different perks. Uh, kind of, it's at level five. It's a level five and then like a level, level yeah. 10, I believe. Ten. Yes. Yeah. Five and 10. And they, they are branching paths. So, uh, you choose basically a career path, mm-hmm. like an advanced class, which leads to another skill choice yeah so the the first one is a choice between two but which one you choose cuts off your choices for level 10 yes yeah um and you know you're gonna be making that choice based on what seems to be most rewarding or what leans into the kind of play uh that you enjoy yeah uh the other thing that you're going to be managing is your time Uh, you have from 6 a.m to 2 a.m to accomplish your your goals you quit this amazon job to work 20 hour days (laughs) uh the uh, the different stores and NPCs all have different schedules, so you need to you know manage that. Make sure you don't miss the store window or like where the person is there. Mm-hmm. Um, and each season has twenty eight days, uh, so there are different crops and different events. You know, different fish to catch, different all these different things for the seasons. Yes, uh, birthdays. You want to keep track of basically when it is and what what time and what day it is. Mm-hmm. And you can buy a calendar, um, so you don't yeah. have to go into town to look at <laughs> the calendar. Communal one. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to do with this $50,000 I got for a backpack. We still have to share the same calendar, though. <laughs> just, could just send out a calendar. Like, it could be like a promotional thing. Like, shop at Pierre's, yeah. you know? No, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> so, um, and uh, the last thing you're going to end up managing is money. And along with money, uh, you're going to want to uh, get a hold of uh, particular, you know, rare and useful ingredients, your hardwood, your mahogany. Usually you need to provide the materials for bigger jobs that need to be done. Uh, and you make mm-hmm. money by putting by putting uh, items into the Omni box. Yeah, the uh, mayor box. Yeah, the, the undifferentiated the pickup box. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, yeah. Uh, and, uh, this is, uh, things are very expensive in this game. Yeah. Um, people I was talking to on the Slack thought I was being a baby about that. Hmm. Uh, but it was because they were like, I was like, I played for 22 hours. They're like, Oh, that's nothing. Yeah. Like a couple of years in, you'll have more money than you'll ever need. I'm like, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's oh. 80 hours of my life. Uh, yeah. you're just, just staking out. Just right trying, there. just trying to get a, tr- tr- trying to get a sense of how it works, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just, it, it costs Gary 60 hours of life to get a barn in mm-hmm. the game. Yeah. Um, so th- things are very expensive. Uh, I was shocked by how money focused this game is, mm-hmm. uh, just in terms of how that feels with the narrative and the kind of back to nature. Yeah. yeah. It. It's, it's kind of sold as this, uh, as this, you know, simple life simulator kind of deal, but it is more in line with, uh, you know, either a management sim or a survival game. And, uh, yeah. yeah. So it's I, a survival game without consequences. Yes. Basically. Uh,
also every day you wake up at 6 a.m already a nightmare should have stayed in georgia <laughs> um and you uh, i watch tv when i wake up as well mm-hmm. um other people online are saying watch before bed um i don't have the memory for that right uh the TV has useful information, uh, so you get the weather, next day's weather, mm-hmm. uh, the fortune teller, which basically determines your luck score yeah. for the day. Uh, this primarily impacts fishing yeah. and uh, finding the next level down in the dungeon. Yes. So what I did was if I, I had good luck that day and I had nothing else really going on, that would be a good day to fish or mine. Mm-hmm. If I had bad luck, I would... You know, chop down trees. I turn into the dad from the witch constantly in this game, <laughs> like just chopping down trees at one a.m. Like because I have extra energy to burn. Yep. Um. So that that would be for bad luck days. Yes. Um. There's informational um uh, programming you can get, uh, like living off the mm-hmm. land, which will give uh, little tips, uh, tell mm-hmm. you how different parts of your farm will work or different skills will work. Uh, Queen of Sauce is really uh, uh valuable to watch. This will give you recipes. Mm-hmm. This is kind of drawn randomly. Uh, if you miss one on one day, there are reruns as well mm-hmm. uh, for some of these. Yeah. Uh, this is a big, uh, you know, the, when you look at before you play tips, they're like, oh, yeah, make sure you hit the recipes. Um, mm-hmm. If you're just, if like, I didn't end up cooking very much mm-hmm. uh, in my playthrough. And like, I can understand there. Apparently, it's very useful for gifts. You want to have the recipes because something might be somebody's favorite gift. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not, I didn't feel that impacted by, I wouldn't have felt impacted by missing a recipe too much in my casual play. If you're doing, uh, if you're doing um, dungeon play, like either in mm-hmm. the, the, the skull cavern or uh, in the volcano, um, you really, really want to have like the recipe for the spicy eel dish. Uh, there mm-hmm. are certain particular recipes. It's a little bit like an MMO, actually, where like you wouldn't go on a raid in EverQuest without everybody having like this particular um, uh, alcohol and, and 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 food for everybody to have mm-hmm. the, the this particular stat. They end up being really helpful, um, and it kind of guides your uh, uh, like which resources you want to keep around. So it's it's important for like high level survivability because some of those enemies are just real bastards down there. Yeah. Early on, I made do with food and healing potions from my mushroom cavern. Uh, yes. But the I could see it mm-hmm. for late game stuff. Yeah, it's so it's so weird things that don't that are important, but they're important after twenty five hours of the game. Yeah, you know, like it, it's it's a thing where it's like I, I hear what you're saying and I believe you mm-hmm. that they end up becoming very important. It's just so weird because I I feel reflexively like pre defensive about being told that my experience didn't count because it was merely 25 hours or whatever. No, your experience that's, counts. That's a lot of time. <laughs> you know, like it, it's, it, the, the game is, it, it is a, a slow paced game. Like mm-hmm. you, it doesn't unlock things. Quick for, for Stardew Valley is not quick in terms of video games. No, no. Cause it's, a, it is meant to be played in bursts over the, over the long course of time. Anybody, Very long period of time. Anybody like, who says you're 25, you know, you're 20, you know, 25 hours of experience. It doesn't count. Fuck them, because everybody who plays for the first time is going to go through those 25 hours. So That's the thing, too, that was frust- a little frustrating when I've like talked about this, is people are like, oh, no, you have to do this. And I'm like, well, where does it say in the game to do that? And they're like, oh, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. You know, the game wanted me to play the way that I played. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You know, I, I was following cues from the developer and the design, which is to play really inefficiently mm-hmm. for the first year or so. Yeah. And then learn like that's that's the stated intent. Like if you look at interviews, the guy says, "Yeah, we I want you to not know how to do this stuff." 
Um, so it, it was just, it was a, a weird thing to be said like, Oh, you know, no, you just get more money than you ever, like you can get, uh, you know, the best level sprinklers by the end of summer. And I'm like, fuck, you can like, <laughs> we're not, we're not with the information provided in the game. You can't, <laughs> right? you know, not by any means. Right. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. If, if, if you're not buying the golden clock by the end of winter year one, then you're a scrub. No, that's, yeah. and that's not. No. Well, and it's what what you are if you're not doing that is you're just playing the game. Yeah. Right? Like the only way you there is not this game is very canny about what it tells you. Mm-hmm. And the things it leads you towards and tells you it wants you to learn by failing. Mm-hmm. The ideal use case of this game is to play it at a relaxed like do the first year at a relaxed like 65 hours mm-hmm. and then take those lessons in the second year. Yeah. I'm not saying it's the only way to play, but I do think that is the way that concerned ape Mm-hmm. envisioned people playing the game yeah um, because the other way hadn't hasn't really worked out that way yeah the, the, you know because the other way is to play consult in the wiki uh like even the yeah. even the guide is a you know is, is a little bit inefficient you know a lot it's of the stuff tables yeah too. It's, that's it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's like tables and charts yeah it's a lot of tables and it's you know? a lot of tips tables and tips yeah, yeah. No. Um, uh, but like, so, you know, we're talking about the daily routine here and this is, I think that this is where it starts really scratching the itch for me because mm-hmm. this, the, you know, everything comes down to the day and the structure of the day and deciding based on what you, based on what you see, you know, based on the conditions, you know, what you're going to get done that day and what you're going to be working toward. And so the routine and the rhythm of this is incredibly soothing to me and incredibly engaging. It is, you know, right there at kind of the perfect spot on the um, on the flow, you know, on the mm-hmm. on the on the flow chart, uh, you know, of engagement and uh, and and involved and involvedness to where mm-hmm. like like that's where this game lives lives for me. Um, is, Mm. is, is that like elemental structure of kind of doing the mandatory stuff, you know, at the beginning and then figuring out what goal I'm going to advance during the rest of the day. Yeah. I, and, and when I was, when I was deep in it, when I was in the, in the middle of my section, it was for me too. Like it, it felt, I wanted to do the next day because the end of the day I would put something in my box for money or I would do something that would affect the next day and I wanted Mm -hmm. to execute on it. Yeah like this series of kind of micro goals and it's just that currency spent mm-hmm. for less time for me. Yeah. But the, I don't deny the currency's value. Yes. Right. Like I think that if somebody were considering Stardew Valley, like most people I think who you, would, would like this have already played it. Yeah. Right. Like I already know about it. If somehow you're the weird edge case that's on the fence about this, I think that is the, the elemental question mm-hmm. of whether this game is for you. Yes. Do you, do you, how long do you want to optimize, you know, this, this day in, day out kind of micro goal, micro level ups, micro advancements, how long will that feed you? Mm-hmm. You know, because it, it is, it is ultimately like what the game is. Like there's yes. not a lot of, as opposed to, um, so something that I think of with a traditional management sim, mm-hmm. um, I think about emergent stories yeah. A lot. Stardew has less space for those. Like they can happen. You know, yeah. you're down in, in, in the dungeon and, you know, you tried to risk it and you got killed and you lost your sword. And you had to, like there, there can be emer- emergent stories, mm-hmm. but it's not so much about that. Like it is uh, like a very kind of clockwork game. Yeah. Uh, you know, in terms of 
you know, it, it's it's a way more, this sounds damning and I don't mean it to be because mm-hmm. people love these games and they can be very complicated. Mm-hmm. It has clicker DNA to me. Yeah, yeah. Like it has, you know, I'm, I, if I sell, if I plant my seed and buy it, sell the vegetable, I can then plant two seeds and sell two vegetables mm-hmm. and so on and so on. There are a lot of other steps, but it is just about unmitigated, unstopping growth. Yeah. And watching numbers go up. Mm-hmm. If you, you play know, and if watching, you play it in that regard. But you know, yeah. engaging with those other systems, those gifts have to come from somewhere. You're going to need to be doing you know, you're gonna need to need to be working on some other skill, some other crafting kind of mechanic, right? Yeah, but the their mechanics are all the same. They you engage with them through basically the same system mm-hmm. as well, right? So like you go down to the mine and you do do the combat in this game, which we'll we'll talk about yeah. and stuff to to all to kind of feed this thing, but all of the systems are all like pretty simple, you know, even down to the, the social systems, which are exceedingly simple. Oh yeah. It's like, you know, simple. you just, you, <laughs> yeah, you, you get, you give people the gifts they like you, you water people like plants. Yes. Like everything is basically a plant in this. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to, I'm going to go farm this. I'm going to go farm in the dungeon for, or, or I'm going to farm on my land for wood mm-hmm. and, and chop things down. Like you're always basically doing the same thing. Yeah. Like I didn't, so, so for example, right? Like the crafting stuff, you know, I'm going to make mayonnaise, uh, as opposed to just having eggs. Mm-hmm. Um, I just do that by clicking, by building a thing, which yeah. I do through engaging through all the other systems and sticking an egg in there. That's not an additional mechanic or step. It's just more steps on the same mechanic. Right. Really. Right. But I mean, in comparison to something like, uh, like Sim City, you know, starting out with a coal fire power plant and you know, trying to save up enough money to build nuclear hydro. Right. That has ramifications for that has knock on ramifications for everything else. Right. And it is, you know, and it is all it is all about kind of raising a capacity and reducing other kind of like, uh, you know, unintended side effects, less pollution, you know, um, less footprint uh, that is required, uh, less impact on uh, the property value of everything surrounding it. Like all of it Mm -hmm. is, you know, uh, kind of meters connected to other things. Uh, just because your interaction model with all of it is relatively similar still uh, means that it is something, you know, it doesn't uh, impact that it is something that you d- need to consider in relation to everything else. It, it feels to me, and then this could be something that is definitely di- different than the late game, right? Like you mm-hmm. can speak to this better than I could, yeah. but it feels like there were fewer factors mm. for that. Like I know about bees making certain kinds of honey if you place your farm correctly and you can mm-hmm. place things for efficiency, but it wasn't there weren't as many matrices as pollution and property value yeah, and a power grid. Like it, it felt like a less complicated version of that. I'd be lying if I said that the speed of growth specifically of money was not uh, kind of the major, the major thing because that does unlock um, so much more. Like a lot of things are kind of related to that. Um, and money is like the way that you can brute force uh, engaging with other systems. So like, say, buying mm-hmm. ore instead of spending time going down into the uh, going down into the mines. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Things, th- things like that. It is, uh, uh, you know, th- th- that is the primary thing that you're trying to optimize for. Um, but, uh, the, you know, everything else just kind of like, you know, plugs into it, I guess. And that plugs into everything else. Yeah. yeah. It, does, it does end up play. It ends up feeling to me like. um a very complicated um, matrix of simple parts, mm-hmm. but any individual part of it is really simple. Yeah. Like the combat is very basic. Like the, the, the growing mechanics are very simple. Mm-hmm. You know, there's more you can do to optimize <clears throat> them, but the actual basic verb you're doing is all like 
pretty basic. Yeah. Yeah. This. And it's about, ju- it's you about know? juggling all of them, uh, you know, at, yeah. all, at kind of all levels of play. And that's why yeah. I, you know, it hits so hard that this daily routine is so important because any individual game, you know, a, a, an action RPG that was just this combat, like that'd be kind of a jam game, right? Yeah. You know, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be enough, but the, the rewards to get for yeah. doing it <laughs> right now. And that's not, it's not what I want. All combat Minecraft. It's not, it's not what I want. It is, you know, what I, what I'm rewarded with that is connected to other stuff. Um, yeah. and you know, that, and that, that, you know, what you find down there gives you other activities and, you know, gets you uh, the ability to upgrade tools or build more, uh, you know, build more machines that will give you more value, et cetera. It, like, I agree with you. All of the individual parts of this are pretty simple on their own, but that makes them kind of endlessly recombinable. It, when it, in, this ends up being, to me, the poster child. I don't think that I've ever played a video game before that I would describe more as uh, more than the sum of its parts. Mm-hmm. Because its individual parts, the sum would be very low, I yes. think. I don't really like any one of these systems enough to engage for you know, longer than, than mm-hmm. like 10 hours. If this were just a fishing game with this fishing thing. Oh God, no. You know, Fish, I'd get bored. Yeah. If this were just this dungeon, I would get bored. If it was just the crops, I would get bored. Mm-hmm. It ends up, and I eventually got bored regardless, but yeah. it ends up being the synergy does some work. Mm-hmm. Like it, it is about having the cornucopia yeah. of things yeah. where my, like, the thing I think that would have kept me going with it longer is if there was more than that mono goal mm-hmm. of just, you know, when I upgraded a tool, I don't know what I wanted other than just it to be more efficient, mm-hmm. but that didn't change what I did with the systems really. Like I had a better yeah. axe and it took fewer strokes. I was still just cutting down trees. Yeah. But you're cutting, it, you're cutting down more trees for the same amount of time or energy. Uh, so you can either get more done or you can cut down as many as you need and have more time and energy left over to go do other stuff. It, yeah. it gives you greater efficiencies on your day as you're kind of scheduling uh, kind of the routine. It's a, it's efficiencies versus changing your verb. Yeah. Like the verb set in this game is the thing that I think is that reminds me of, of clickerness to it. Mm-hmm. Like the things you're doing are basically the same. Yeah. Even though you can, you can make them more efficacious. Mm-hmm. Or like Dragon Quest One or something. Yeah, you know it, it has that kind of just uh, slow and steady. Mm-hmm. You know, let let's do that. That a clicker does to me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And there's there's late game systems. I I I read about this game a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, to do the other stuff. But there's probably stuff that I I do not know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it's as as a sandbox for that kind of thing. More than the sum of its parts, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um. um what is fibs <laughs> fibs is the uh it's like fishing information bulletin system or something like that um okay that is uh it, it tells you what fish are available where not when um but like yeah. during the season like uh, if you're looking for a red snapper go and fish out at this place uh f- I, I unlock that like i i did not have that channel it didn't come with my tv i think you i i don't know maybe i i forget how you get fibs Stardew yeah. <laughs> Valley F I B S. Maybe it's like a special like upgrade that you have to have to get. Uh, fibs fishing information broadcast system. It's unlocked after completing Pam's special order. The strong stuff. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You I, get, I you've got to do a, You've got to do a quest. Uh, I got to do a quest for Pam. 
<laughs> yeah, but Pam's really unpleasant. I know. She's hard to like. Uh, Pam, oh, she the, seems like the, one of the old men from uh, Cabin Boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Like but Pam stands are going to come at you with all that they have. Pam is my wife. Oh. <laughs> that, 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 that chonky drunk is going to get, she's going to be mine. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, there are there are mods that make Pam marryable. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, everyone loves to marry your aunt, <laughs> uh, who who still smokes in twenty twenty one. She smells like cigarettes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the, uh, if it's uh, raining during the day, so you get up, uh, you watch TV. If it's raining, you don't have to water your crops, which is a big boon early on before you get sprinklers. Mm-hmm. Um, your livestock will stay inside, uh, so you have to feed them manually. They cannot go out and graze. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, you get, you, so that ends up being a boon early on. Um, if there's a thunderstorm, which is different than rain, um, you want to build lightning rods, uh, or crops can get scorched. You cannot get struck by lightning, but crops can be scorched. Yes. Uh, and if your uh, if, if, if your hops plants or your grapevines get scorched, that's a problem. That was supposed to be there all season, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, also like crows can show up. So you want to throw up scarecrows, uh, to keep those around. Mm -hmm. You can uh, actually go up and talk to the scarecrows and see how many they've scared away. Uh, letting Mm -hmm. you know how many crops, um, uh, you, you have saved just by having them boys up there. Um, but yeah, you want to go out, you want to water your crops if necessary. You want to harvest anything that's grown. Um, overnight weeds will, uh, will grow, um, and do damage to what's up. Unless you make a fence, a fence will keep out weeds. Yes, yeah. You want to put you want to put up fences, uh, but weeds will take care of your paths and stuff like that. So you want to go and mend everything and uh, make sure that it is all together. Uh, check any devices or structures to see if they finished any work. So your mayonnaise machines, your canning jars, etc. Uh, you want to make sure that you uh, uh, empty those and refill them. Otherwise, you're losing time. We'll talk about mm-hmm. artisanal uh, stuff later on under the uh, farming uh, kind of dealy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, you check your livestock um, to feed them and pet them so they'll stay productive. Um, and then you can go into town. Uh, you wake up at six and the stores usually open around nine. Mm-hmm. So the, the amount of time for this morning routine is built in. Yeah. Um, you resupply with anything you might need. Um, do your socializing if you're doing that. Uh, and then any kind of like secondary extra planting you're doing. Yeah. Uh, the way that I built my thing out is I, I had one like pr- crop that I use for money and then I had a test garden mm-hmm. where I grew one of everything so I could eventually throw it into the community center mm-hmm. uh, was the idea. Yeah. Um, and then the evening um, you want to accomplish, like you have extra time and you've already done your work. So this is where you can go into the mines, go fishing, restructure your farm. Um, I tended to uh, save my those activities for rainy days. Mm-hmm. Because uh, my chores were basically done yeah, uh, in the morning a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So I'd have the day to to really make some progress in that dungeon. Yeah. Um, which, uh, you know, apparently got further in than you usually do by the point I'm, I was at. Yeah. Because uh, I focused on it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, yeah. it's engaging. Um, and then uh, every once in a while, there'll be disruptions. Uh, something will happen. Um, either uh, there's a holiday. Mm-hmm. going on so stuff will be closed or there will be uh you know you'll get a special letter or somebody swing by your house there are like special events that yeah. happen yeah um and well, you'll get uh advanced notice of these on the calendar and also on uh like letters saying oh yeah the harvest festival is coming on you know this day be sure that you have a xyz prepared mm-hmm. stuff like that 
Yeah. So that's your kind of daily routine. Uh, let's talk about kind of the early and long term goals, uh, because it'll be good to say, like, what kind of signposts are set out here to kind of guide you in the direction that the game wants you to go. Yeah, uh, you, you get you have a quest log that you can pop up. Mayor Lewis gives you your first quest, which is to meet everyone in town. Uh, a couple of people are introduced later, but you meet everybody who's available. Um, this is where you get everyone's kind of personality, where they're at during the schedule. Uh, it is tough to find people. Mm-hmm. You can pull up your map and see where they live, but not where they're at. Right. Um, here. Um, so it can be tough to find them. This is one of the things you can look on the wiki and find out where anyone is on any given day at a certain time. Yeah. Um, and during the course of this, you get other quests. Uh, some are part of the tutorial. So it's things like you know, plant 15 crops. Uh, the other ones are people doing fetch quests and it's literally like, I could sure go for a tomato and I'll pay four times market price for it. You drop a tomato <laughs> at my house. It's so, like, what kind of hell world is this where you, you can't get a tomato when you want? Yeah. It, what, what, what world is this? Is it like, is, um, is this a prison colony? Am I red? Like what's going on? I, Am it, I getting things? It, it, huge, huge, huge prison vibes. The, uh, <laughs> the town drunk. There are many multiple town drunks. Uh, also, in, uh, wants increasingly uh, wretched amounts of hooch <laughs> from you. But those just stay on my quest log because I didn't want to deal with her, and I didn't. Ha- I had no idea mm-hmm. she wanted a pale ale, and I was nowhere close to being able to make beer. Okay. Um, and I was like, does the game going to tell me how to make beer if I look in? And nope. I just needed to keep playing until I got a tooltip or a wiki it. Yeah, I yeah. had literally no idea how to make beer. Well, I mean, as you're as you're farming, you'll get the uh, you'll get the keg, and then you can buy seeds for barley or hops. What do you mean, as you're farming, you get the keg? No, like as like so as you as you scale up farming, uh, like so there are the um, uh, profession choices that you can make, like the specializations. Oh, gotcha. As you level up, there um, each each level gives you a different recipe um, or a different thing that you can make. Um, and gotcha. one of those for farming is the uh, is the keg. Um, like in the keg, it kind of comes along with the uh, the preserves jar as a way to uh, as a way to make things into juices, wine, and beer. Yeah, I had the uh, preserves, but I had not unlocked the keg. Yeah, yeah, yep. No, yeah. Um, but yeah, just uh, the, the the quests are there. There are some of them that are more involved uh, for, for for others. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. and there are ones that like are more in uh, the line of unlocking new things. Like eventually the wizard is going to talk to you and the wizard's yes. quests are the ones that end up like getting name you to wizard. what's that? The, this the old man name of wizard. His, 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 his yeah. name is Rasmodeus. Yeah. Rasmodeus, but he just goes by wizard, which made me think of Steve Brule. <laughs> man guy named wizard, wizard who gets him high on peyote and hunts him for sport. <laughs> and Steve Brule for sport. Oh God. <laughs> for your health. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so all of this, most of this is going to be, uh, easier for you to accomplish. If you, uh, clear your farm, this is not something that is like told to you, but you're going to want to mm-hmm. make room for crops. And also like the, the farm is full of a lot of different stuff and it's going to kind of teach you what is necessary, uh, by what you can and can't break down. Um, you know, for what's useful. So there are like, you know, stones and sticks, which you can chop up with axes or your pickaxe, but like there are boulders and stumps that require you to upgrade those tools uh, to get them out of the way. Um, there is tall grass that you, uh, that you use the scythe for, uh, to, to, to get hay and figuring out what to do with hay is important. And also learning how grass behaves, uh, by spreading from little shoots. Yeah. It's worth noting again. So this is something the game doesn't tell you. I think you're just supposed to bumble through in the first year mm-hmm. you cannot save hay until you have a uh, a silo yes 
for it. Um, so you can be like me and clean most of your farm because mm-hmm. you're cleaning the farm and waste all of that grass. Yeah. The game gives you a way to plant new grass mm-hmm. uh, after that. Like you're not screwed, but the game wants you to make that mistake. Yes. Again, in terms of like the game's communication, there's nothing early on that indicates that you can save this or it'll be a product. Yeah. Um, um, I like sectioning off the farm. Like I love making the room for the orchard, you know, kind of over on one side and, uh, leaving one area just like, okay, this is going to be wild forest. That'll, that'll be my source for different kinds of trees, or I'm also going to put up my, uh, the different taps and things like that. Just sectioning out and designing this as an intuitive space that can fit not only my cash crops, but like a full variety of the things that I need. Uh, for any mm-hmm. given thing is incredibly satisfying and all of that starts here as you uh, as you mm-hmm. clear space and make it usable yeah uh yeah it, it takes a while in my um so just know that it's not something you do in the first couple of days yeah you know by any means you have a lot of land mm-hmm. um you own more land than anyone else there yes uh <laughs> by like a factor of like four or five uh it's it's actually shockingly villainous what your family has done by just like nobody can have it until he learns about the world yeah <laughs> like the- Th- this has been wasting and the town has been sliding into disrepair yep because they don't have any industry because nobody's yeah. farming yeah and um, a, a plot yeah. of land that is overgrown like this you know what that makes snakes Oh, this place is yeah. full of snakes. I mean, if this was in real life, nothing but snakes. Oh my god! Yeah, nothing like unending snake. It'd be a snake farm. Yeah, you know, and then you could sell snake meat to Pierre's, and that'd be great. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I bet you a fucking Pam would drink whatever came out of a snake. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> the uh, about five days into the game, uh, there's an event where Mayor Lewis, who is very passive aggressive, uh-huh. uh, takes you inside the Delapay Community Center and says, "It sure would be nice if somebody fixed this up." <laughs> Uh, and you're introduced to the goblins that live in the forest. The uh, these little things called uh, Juminos. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, yeah, Juninos. Junimos. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they, they have little golden plates in their certain rooms. You talk to the wizard, uh, Rasmodius, and he uh, teaches you that uh, to complete the community, to get the uh, Junimos to complete the community center, you have to bring them packages yes. of things. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, and each room in the uh, community center has a different plate with a number of different bundles uh, that require items that you that that are the results that you get uh, by engaging with the different systems in the game. Yes, um, these are again in in me trying to figure out, you know, the, what makes Stardew Valley more fun or better than like other you know than Animal Crossing, right? Mm-hmm. These are collectible things. Yep, uh, these are collections. Like you get all five fish. Mm-hmm. that's what animal crossing does as well you just stick them in the museum yeah or what have you but here they give you a, an unlock some of those unlocks i you know it's it still ends up feeling very like those unlocks are for fast travel mm-hmm. are for things to make it more efficient for you to do all of the things that you're doing to get more unlocks mm-hmm. you know it, you never leave the road yeah. in, in this game um and some of these end up being the, the time scale that the game wants you to play on becomes very obvious through these as well, uh, because these are for all four seasons. And then they have uh, rare things that it is likely if you're playing without a guide, you will not unlock yeah. um, dishes. You will not have the ability to make mm-hmm. uh, gourmet goods that uh, you may miss because of a traveling merchant. Yeah. You know, oh, I need strawberry jam. If you didn't happen to buy strawberries, the one day you can buy strawberries. Well, wait a year. 
Yes. You know, or get some fruit bats. Mm -hmm. But like the, uh, you can end up in this section where you have to wait an entire rotation before you can collect the the last little bit this thing needs. Yeah. Uh, The big one for me is always fishing because I do not like that system. Uh, that that is mm-hmm. always kind of the the, the biggest uh, the biggest hassle because um, I never I never plan on it um, and some of the fish are pretty tough to catch. Um, it's annoying the way that they're uh, distributed, um, you know, because it's like there's four different bodies of water and then there are different times of day and mm-hmm. there's whether it's raining or not. Yep. And like there's just a lot of different things that make different fish and then you have a chance of not catching them. Yes. Um, or or yeah. pull, pulling pulling back kelp or pulling back just a full unopened can of pop. Yeah, a can of soda. Uh-huh. That's, that's behind the factory, behind the store. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> restoring yeah. a full room will get you a pretty big upgrade, uh, usually. Um, these, mm-hmm. var- these vary in usefulness. But generally, uh, they either let you engage with whatever system was tied to that room a little bit more deeply. Um, and we'll talk about these when we get to the individual uh, kind of bundle or the individual uh, kind of activities you can do. Um, or uh, they give you a way around engaging with something else. So like an example would be, you know, if you fish a whole bunch, a boulder will be destroyed and it will give you the ability to pan for ores, which is a way for mm-hmm. you to uh, get ores without going down into the mines and dealing with the combat and such. Yeah. Yeah, it would, whichever of these microsystems you want to use, eventually mm-hmm. you can make it work. And if you want to bypass the entire thing, mm-hmm. you can get a Joja membership, uh, Amazon membership. And uh, the town, I think the mayor is like, if one more person signs up for a Joja <laughs> membership, I'll die. <laughs> I, I've never seen something so strongly signaled not to do this. I know, in right? In a video game. I thought, when I, I thought there'd be a non-standard game over. <laughs> If you did it, but it's a way of bypassing the collectathon in exchange for cash. Yeah. Um, they're a world of warehouse. You just buy this stuff for money. You get that money however you like. Mm-hmm. And um, so if you've, yeah, if you've seen it all and you don't want to just like, <laughs> oh, I have to fish at night when it's raining. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, you can just do this. Yeah. Uh, and the community center is replaced with a, with a logistics facility. It's just a warehouse. Um, for for as much as this would benefit my style of play, I've never done it specifically mm-hmm. because, like, I mean, it 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 feels like a surrender. It feel it feels like something awful that is happening to the town. Um, and that's just one of the you know many ways that the game kind of just kind of gets in its own way with the mechanics uh, and with the incentives and with whatever message it is trying to get across. Yeah, it, it, I wish mechanically, I much prefer the warehouse route. Yeah. I, I don't want to have to grow one of every farm. The thing where it's like, give me five gold star versions of these rare crops. Mm-hmm. Like looking at that made me feel exhausted. Yeah. Like I knew how to do it. It's like, oh, well, fertilizer increases my chances of getting that, mm-hmm. et cetera. But I just got exhausted thinking about it. And I, in a way, I didn't get exhausted spending $15,000 because I've been dropping half that on backpacks. Yeah. Uh, left and right. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's the, the economy of this game's real fucked and weird. Yeah. Um, so yeah, mechanically, I like the warehouse more, but narratively, it was really trying to push me away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is going to be kind of your your major goal here, at least at the start. It's a way that the game kind of structures, gives you particular items to, to kind of shoot for. Another thing that is going to structure uh, for you that you're not going to be aware of if you're just coming into this blind um, is the little shrine uh, that is on your farm. Uh, where, you it's know, if you, it's, oh yeah, it's hidden behind some trees and stuff. You got to clear it away. Mm-hmm. 
uh, but it's this little shrine. You can inspect it. Uh, like if you get a spouse, they'll say, oh, you should, you know, keep the area around that clear. I feel like that place is pretty important. What happens is um, at the end of your second year, at the beginning of your third year, your grandpa's ghost will show up at the shrine and judge your performance. It's your it's your biannual review. <laughs> yeah. You're not there to solve his murder. Nope. Uh, you are there just for him to. I, The idea of your grandpa coming back after three years to make you feel bad about not doing well enough at the farm <laughs> makes me laugh a lot. I I really wanted to tank the farm just to have grandpa's ghost come back before you disappointed in you. One candle. That, Mediocre. That is hilarious to me. That is very funny. Oh um, god. He basically, you know, he so he checks uh your money, um, what level you got into, whether you've been socializing, things like that, whether how far you are in completing the community center. Uh and then that's it. Yep. Uh, the game continues. That's that's as close to a goal as there is, but it is an, a game without like you make your own goals in this game, yeah. basically. Yeah. Or there are many micro goals, but the ultimate goal is is to keep playing the game, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the uh, if you want, uh, there's a really esoteric thing you can give uh, your grandpa's ghost a diamond, mm-hmm. which he trades for like a day off of hell or something, <laughs> and this starts the evaluation. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it 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 dissipates this swarm of insects that locks him in place. Uh, yeah, he has fifteen minutes realm. to think about your dead grandma. Uh huh. Before they before the locusts come back and start tearing at his genitals, <laughs> and it costs them a diamond. So. Oh gosh, interesting. Just bribing, just bribing the locusts. It's fine. Let's talk about crafting. Yeah, let's get into uh, some of the system talk here. Uh, crafting, you don't need to be at a bench. Uh, and also, like, this isn't a skill that you level up. It's a requirement for most of the things that you're going to end up doing. You just have a menu. Uh, and if you have the stuff in your inventory or if you have a workbench attached to a uh, chest that do, you mm-hmm. just pop it open. Uh, it just adds to your, uh, to your inventory. Mm-hmm. Um, crafting things is, is cheaper than buying them. Uh, but they are is tied to level, so you have to uh, to get the level where you get the recipe. Um, you can craft potions and simple foods ordinarily, which will uh, increase your health, you know, or stamina. Things that are useful for combat. Um, and the uh, one thing I really like about this is if you craft a uh, piece of furniture and drop it, you hit it with the axe. It goes back in your inventory. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, you're not like given one chance to place. Yes. Yeah. Uh, things. It ends up being, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it doesn't break down into sticks, and then you have to put in more resources to uh, to move it around. No, uh, yeah, it's quite nice. Uh, same thing with like mm-hmm. the uh, with the refining stance and the artisan stuff. Like any you know, structure that you make, uh, you know, infinitely placeable and pickupable, uh, which is uh, which is pretty good. Uh, those special stands that uh, help you make money, those are pretty costly themselves, either in um uh, or. Uh, you know, metal bars and things like that, or uh, special wood, hardwood, etc. Um, and uh, if you're going to be doing those at scale, you're going to want to make them at scale, which requires lots of material input. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you also can make decorations. Uh, you get decorations as gifts and stuff and such as well. Yeah. Um, for the Animal Crossing aspect of this. Yeah. Um, 
I put up decorations in my house because I didn't know what else to do with them. And I showed my house to my girlfriend. She's like, my house is just f- full of crates. <laughs> it's you know, beds in a crate. And I'm like, oh, okay. But yeah. she she doesn't, she's like somewhere, she's like a cool Gary hybrid. Because hmm. she also doesn't factory farm. She also just tries to get, you know, as many, get married, close to married to as many people as possible. Huh. Um, when uh, when she plays. Nice. But the, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. you can put the decorations up. This is a little fiddly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, honestly. Um, and the decorations are no great shakes. I found no, um, no, it was fine. It's a, I, it's, I wish I could have sold. Yeah, it would have, it would have been, it would have been nice. Um, Cause I could have used that money for other stuff. Yeah. My house, like even when I upgrade it, it's basically just Russ Cole's apartment from a uh, true detective. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. But just put a, uh, again, put a, the psychopathness <laughs> of this game goes real deep yeah. on many levels. Oh gosh! Um, uh, so stuff that like qualifies as decoration but is actually functional um, is mm-hmm. uh, things like lamps, things like scarecrows, uh, paths, and um, oh gosh, fences, things like that. Mm-hmm. All of those are all of those are craftable. You're going to want to make those, like especially uh, lamps. Uh, learning how to build more efficient uh, lamps with wider uh, with, with that cast wider light ends up being pretty important if you intend to do any farming at night. Uh, this ends up being mm-hmm. a very visually dark game uh, when the sun goes yeah. down, uh, which ends up being a little bit of a uh, little bit of a bummer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you either chop in the dark mm-hmm. or uh, or you build the lights. Yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, so farming uh, is when you so you, you have the multiple steps to this. Um, you use your hoe to create uh, a good patch of dirt. Mm-hmm. Um, you put down some seeds. You can also put down uh, fertilizer or uh, retaining soil, which means mm-hmm. it won't have to be watered as often. Yeah. Uh, sometimes we'll retain the water or speed grow, which will cut down the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, which seemed to be the best one to me because I was not going for high star crops. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I would use uh, I would use it when I had it, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the the, uh, the the fertilizer is there if you are going to be trying to do any kind of uh, like when you're doing the bundles and stuff. Speed grow for me is that's good for uh, throughput, especially for uh, money, especially if you're going to be uh, processing low star um, lo- low star fruits and vegetables into jams and jellies and preserves and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, making yeah. pick, pickled corn, which I don't think exists. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross. Um, but you can't make pickled mushrooms, which definitely do exist. Mm-hmm. Weird. So, yeah, I don't know why you can't pickle those. <laughs> um, early on, uh, then you have to water these unless it's raining. Um, one of the things that early on you want to try to build towards are sprinklers. Mm-hmm. Uh, early sprinklers suggest a um, hex-shaped uh, field mm-hmm. because they sprinkle in the four cardinal directions. Yes. Um, I was like, that doesn't, that's not aesthetically pleasing. No. I'll wait for better sprinklers. And then I uh, just didn't Yeah. Uh, you know, stop. But I, I would imagine waiting for the second level sprinklers is probably better. <laughs> um, the, uh, yeah. And this is, this ends up being a huge section off your day. This saves you tons of time. Yeah. Uh, hugely efficient. Um, you can also upgrade your tools and stuff and make watering easy as well. Mm-hmm. If you're still watering. Yeah, uh, which is yeah. very funny because you charge up your water, you charge up your sprinkler like it's me- like it's Mega Man charging up a power mm-hmm. shot. <laughs> yep, it's there's a gun based on that in Enter the Gungeon mm-hmm. that's actually really good, and that was my first exposure to the like this thing. Yeah. And it does it basically is exactly the same as the uh, the water can. <laughs> the longer you charge it, the more it uh, you know the, the more wider and uh, further it goes. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. 
Um, so in addition to those sprinklers, uh, different crops are going to grow in different ways. Uh, some will produce a one-time harvest. Uh, others stick around and produce new fruits or vegetables every, uh, every few days. Um, mm-hmm. you tend to, uh, kind of, I tend to favor those, the, the multi-harvest ones, uh, just because yeah, it gives you conventional. Yeah. But, there, but there's yeah. also like high, like high value stuff. You, you end up, do I end up doing a little bit like half and half, like during the summer, you're, you're going to want to uh, plant down melons during the fall. You're going to want pumpkins. And those are single, sing, you know, single throw ones. Um, annoying. I cannot stress to you enough to sell your pumpkins before. October 31st. <laughs> oh man if, if it keeps going this way <laughs> yeah um, oh, man. One, one thing that is a kindness of this i can't remember which harvest moon it is but i played a harvest moon before where if you walk on your crops you ruin them mm-hmm. uh, which is horrendous uh this one you can walk on your crops uh, yeah. unless they have a post yes unless they have so, stakes uh, or a trellis then it's a bummer yeah. Uh, you really have yeah. to uh, uh, <laughs> make sure that everything is accessible uh, so you can water everything uh, if you're putting up the uh, the green beans and such. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is, uh, you're going to lay this out. Uh, one of the things that, you know, when I first started, I didn't really have an idea of this. I just made a little plot mm-hmm. you know, because I came with 16 little parsnip seeds. Mm-hmm. Why not make a little plot? Um, the... Uh, if I had this to do over again, I would do this with more intention. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with with sprinklers in mind, things like that. Yeah, um, there is a lot to the layout of this for maximizing your efficiency. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like those early days too, like before you have a lot of money. Like it's a little bit like early StarCraft. It's like you, how you use that first two hundred uh, two hundred minerals that you get is really really mm-hmm. important. Like you don't want to use that to build another SCV. You know, yeah, stuff like that. Um, what you, you know, what you build first, you're going to want to, you're going to want to plant those parsnips, like kind of out of the way in a little, like, okay, this is just my, my starter money crop where four days later I can sell this and then actually get the, uh, get the seeds that I'm going to plant that are going to give me more, uh, more of a yield, uh, this spring, uh, stuff like that. Apparently, apparently the pro thing is to sell your parsnip seeds, hmm. uh, and buy a different thing right away. Yeah. I can see uh, that. Plant one parsnip so you have it for the collection quest. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, go buy some potatoes. Yeah, but uh, you want to lay this unintentionally because you know if you end up wanting to make a change, uh, you can't pull stuff up. Like there's no repotting or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So you know if you're waiting for a one-time harvest thing to uh, to, to to grow, um, you you know you don't want to pull it up, and especially if you have a multi-harvest one, uh, you don't want to pull that up because then you know. You're wasting money. It, it, yeah, you're wasting money because you're wasting time. Uh, so you want to yeah. be intentional and plan this around. Uh, and generally, the big changes that you're going to make are happen are going to happen between seasons. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, there are also trees are are an aspect of this. Mm-hmm. Um, they are expensive. It's a lot of buy in at first, and they take a whole season to grow. Mm-hmm. But then they uh, will produce fruit for their entire. Uh, fruit season mm-hmm. that they're active um i had a nice pomegranate tree yeah because uh, i like a fruit that's a horrible challenge i want a, <laughs> yeah, I want a fruit that's a, that's a squid game can, can i get a puzzle fruit please <laughs> yeah can i get a puzzle fruit um the also i want to try pickling them whole because i was like that's gross uh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of rind involved in that yeah yeah <laughs> yeah uh, but eventually you can start, uh, trees will also leave seeds mm-hmm. uh, for them so you can plant them as well and create yeah. an orchard if you like. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's good. Yeah. You buy the saplings and stuff. Uh, I always end up like planting two of each tree just so I can have the variety there. 
uh, for completing mm-hmm. my bundles and such, because the fruit cave is a trap. We'll talk about the yeah, fruit cave. I, I, I also <laughs> did mushroom cave. Yeah. But. Uh, so the, there is a room in the community center that has bundles that are related to farming. Uh, that's in the pantry. Uh, when you finish that, the reward on this is actually really good. Uh, it's a greenhouse. Um, it's uh, placed mm-hmm. placed on your uh, property, and it gives you a good sized plot um, inside and room to put uh, pots down um, around the edges, um, uh, mm-hmm. where you can plant and grow any crop year round. So this is a way for you to. I mean, eventually I fill it all with star fruits, um, but um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's a way for you to uh, farm productively in the winter when normally that is cut off for you. Like winter is a whole That's, season where yeah. your farm, you know, necessarily needs to lay fallow. Yeah, you 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 dun- dungeon and socialize. Yeah, until you get this thing ready. Um, I did not get close to the greenhouse. Yeah. Um, it, the greenhouse is actually rebuilt. The uh, forest goblins rebuilt it for you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Your grandpa let it go. <laughs> um, the teens, the local, and we know them. There's only yeah. a couple of teens. We mm-hmm. know them by face. They came in through rocks. Jace, uh, come on, Jace, yep. come on. We got each other pregnant in the, the old greenhouse. <laughs> um, Shaking my livestock damn. is kind of a, a weird. So if you're playing this uh, from the Gary perspective and you're just starting, livestock is something that uh, you don't actually want to invest in that early. Mm-hmm. It gives you the option for it. Uh, it's very expensive, yeah. but it gives you the option very early on and it can tie up a lot of your money. Um, and I also did not know that I needed to have a, uh, a silo yeah. for feed. Yeah. Um, so winter was going to get, if I played till winter, it was going to get real expensive because I could not afford a silo. Yeah. No, the silo, I mean, more so even than just the money that's required for that. I think the silo also requires clay, which you it, have clay to, was the, the issue. Yeah. Clay is the yeah. bottleneck on that. Um, yeah. yeah. And you want to, you want to have a, uh, a silo there, uh, you know, pretty early on, at least by summer, if you're going to naturally fill it up with any, uh, with any, uh, just mowing that Perhaps. you're going to be doing. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, in just in terms of this game, you know, being a town populated by psychopaths, uh, this is a carpenter that requires you to provide wood. Uh huh. And it, it, which is ridiculous, but she does hammer day and night during thunderstorms to make it work. <laughs> it's so weird. The uh-huh. first time I went outside and it was storming and she was just like building my kitchen. Uh huh. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Robin, go home. Go home. Robin, your husband <laughs> misses you. D- Demetrius Maybe. is calling and, me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, it was very funny. So, Ugh. but the idea, so you have to provide not just money. It's very mm-hmm. expensive in terms of time and harvesting yeah. to, uh, to build these buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, I eventually did get some, some chickens, yep. uh, from Marnie, the animal monger, uh, and they were cute, but yes. I did not get anything other than, uh, than chickens. Yeah. Uh, you can get a whole lot of different animals. Uh, and as, uh, as, as the game goes on, you can buy, you can buy different ones there. You buy them as babies. Um, and mm-hmm. then you, uh, and then they populate, you select which, which, uh, building they're going to live in either a barn or a coop, uh, mm-hmm. and starts at just chickens and cows. Uh, it makes, it, it's intuitive what they're going to make, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you milk the cows, uh, the chicken. Chimera. Once they breed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's horrible. They should not be. Hey, yeah, you, you, you take, you take the horrible, uh, crossbreed, you put it in the pickling liquid and then you mm-hmm. sell it to the local, uh, freak show mm-hmm. guy who comes by every 
second Thursday during Please. spring and fall. Please, pageant of the transmundane. Yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's a Simpsons joke to say. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, uh, I, I, I I always engage in the in this just to give myself a little bit of variety, and I think that the animals are cute. I've not like mm-hmm. run the like economic. I, I'm sure it is not as not as economically rewarding uh, to do all of this. Uh, also, because like unless you uh, put in the time and money to automate this, you end up having a lot of steps to do early on, especially if you have multiple buildings. You know, you need to make sure that they're fed unless you have an auto feeder, which involves going to the actual building um, and then getting a uh, get, getting hay out of the hopper and putting it in the trough. Uh, you want to go and uh, pet each of the uh, each of them once per day uh, to keep mm-hmm. them happy. And then you have to uh, get their product. Which involves either picking it up off the floor if it's uh, if it's eggs, um, or uh, milking them uh, with the with mm-hmm. the pail if it's uh, if it's a cow. Uh, it's a lot of individual things to do that can be automated away, like um, like like sprinkling, but that doesn't come until much later. Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, you can then sell these products or process them. Uh, you have mayo machines. You stick a single egg in, and it comes out with a big, gross jar of mayonnaise. <laughs> uh, same thing with milk. Milk can be turned into cheese. Um, there's a horse, which I did not get. Tell me about the horse. Uh, the horse is, there are multiple uh, kinds of fast travel. So the horse, uh, you build a little stable for it. You don't have to feed it or anything. You hop on it and you move faster. It's like getting a mount in a, uh, in, in an MMO or something like that. Uh, the, the horse will not go in the mine cart, uh, if you go. Um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, if you do any teleporting, the horse will just kind of stay at the far end of the teleport. Uh, if you use the totems and stuff, so you have to manage where the horse is going to go. Uh, but it is a good way to get around town quickly and again, fit in more tasks during your day. Mm-hmm. It's one of the yeah. first things you're going to build that requires a uh, hardwood from breaking apart the stumps. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely got some hardwood and was told, you know, gleaned its importance from looking online. Yeah. But, uh, there's also some odd stuff uh, that I read about. Um, you can raise slimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, slimes are the basic dungeon mos- monster and then there's void chickens which provide void eggs which provides <laughs> void mayonnaise <laughs> yeah. which is needed for a quest and the idea of void mayonnaise is very funny to me yeah it... speaking of starcraft <laughs> <laughs> oh god void mayonnaise is great because it smells like ashes and if you give it to people they fucking hate it <laughs> yeah it's a, one guy likes it right uh it's, the, it's, it's like the... shane or somebody loves it I forget. Um, it, it's definitely the the henchman up in the uh, up in the witch's bog. But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, somebody somebody really enjoys the uh, the legacy of the void mayonnaise. Um, <laughs> yeah, you get a void chicken. It's a it's a random event. Uh, a witch will fly over when you're coops and curse it. Yeah, or you buy it from the you know little green ghoulie that you know in the sewer. <laughs> you get a crobus. You can also buy a yeah, buy some void mayo from him. Yeah, from Grogo. Heard, heard he fucked an ostrich once, allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, oh God. <laughs> there are other products too, uh, like you can get uh, sheep or rabbits that'll produce wool. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. the ducks will leave feathers. Uh, chillingly, if you have rabbits around, they'll just occasionally drop lucky rabbits' feet. Which well, I don't. The ba- their baby feet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they grow. They, they grow. The uh, very intentionally uh, concerned ape. The the gentleman did not want any harvesting of animals. Yes, no slaughter uh, in the game. Yeah, yeah. There's no slaughter. So when you get pigs, they don't provide bacon. They hunt up truffles, mm-hmm. which is cute. 
Yeah, that's uh, pretty valuable too. You can turn the truffles into truffle oil. The they end up being uh, useful in different uh, in different recipes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we talked about processing some of the uh, some of the items. This ends up being a pretty big deal. A good deal of the uh, real estate on my farm uh, uh, every time is dedicated to sheds and sheds full of these machines. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, this is a whole branch you can take um, where you turn suboptimal crops into uh, a different material, either things like uh, uh, jelly, jam, juice, uh, wine, uh, things like that, uh, that sells for a consistent and dependable price. So anything that is like silver or above in quality, you can sell as it is. Everything that is just kind of chaff, you run it through this and it's just an investment of time and you get out something that will, uh, juice the value on it. Yeah. Uh, and there's a bunch of these. Yeah. So, uh, I got to the, the jams and juices. Mm-hmm. I uh, did not get the loom or I got a mayo machine as well. Yeah. Uh, did not make uh, a cheese press Did not get a keg or mm-hmm. anything like that. Yeah. Uh, but these are all things you can do. Yeah. Um, and then their uh, wine, beer and cheese can be aged in your cellar. Yeah. Once you've upgraded your house, you have a cellar um, and this will increase their value as well. Again, uh, just trading time and money back and forth mm-hmm. at infinitum. Yeah. Stardew Valley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Here, here is a tip that is incredibly good. So you're going to get these sheds to put around. It's uh, like a TARDIS. You know, it takes up six spaces on your on your map, but it is a gigantic thing inside. Um, uh, you can occasionally like forget to check uh, if you leave one of the processing machines outside. Uh, and then just fill all of them at once. You'll have a nice little visual indicator that whatever's inside will be done as well. Uh, hmm. So that is uh, that that is my pro tip for you. Uh, if you there haven't you figured out to do that, uh, that way you don't lose a day of, uh, of, of productivity, um, <laughs> for which you will be punished eternally. You're going to jo- join your grandpa in hell. Yeah. Who will punish you. <laughs> for this. I, I left mine outside in a fenced in area as the world's worst arcade. <laughs> uh, is what it looked like. Yeah. yeah. Uh, instead of quarters, it's an <laughs> egg. And instead of high scores, it's mayonnaise. <laughs> Hey, the slot machine's paying out. Every six days, I get a big wad of mayonnaise that flies out of it. Uh, It was real gross. Um, I also, embarrassingly, uh, when you get the ancient seed, I thought that would be a cool secret. Okay. So I gave that its own little pen. Oh, you know, I was thinking like, oh, that you know, it's the ancient seed. Well, I don't even know what's going to grow. It just turns out ancient fruit. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so mad. Yeah. Just, just, um, just ancient fruit. It's good for making wine. Yeah. Uh, Maybe like a dinosaur or some shit. Like, no, I, no, you get, I don't know. <laughs> you get dinosaurs like, in Skull Cavern, buddy. <laughs> I know. Uh, the uh, I thought there'd be something, something yeah. to it. So it had its own little bad arcade. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah uh so we mentioned ground fruit we mentioned uh the horseradish uh you can chop this is all related to uh to uh foraging and forest forestry mm-hmm. uh this is all under the, the the foraging skill this is uh picking wild plants that are lying around town uh and also like mm-hmm. shaking berries uh, and stuff like that and as you level it up get more items per pick and the the quality uh of each of them is going to be better yeah uh, and this is a way to get like snacks on your way to the dungeon, um, cheap ingredients for jelly, uh, or cheap gifts. Um, the, what is it? The, the plum rose or primrose or something like that. No, something the, during the, the summer is, uh, the fiddlehead fern is, is widely, uh, people love that. Yeah. 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 Like, uh, good gifts for mm-hmm. free. Yeah. 
Um, the other different ones each season, there's a bundle for each season. Mm-hmm. So you want to put those together. Um, you also can dig through people's trash, do some herb, herbex foraging <laughs> um, to find things. If someone catches you, they will like you less. Mm-hmm. Uh, except for the homeless fella. Yeah. Uh, you know, he doesn't mind. Um, but yeah, this is something else you can do uh, when you're there before everyone wakes up. Yeah. Dig through their garbage because you're a real weirdo. <laughs> yep. Oh, hey, they're not using it. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This birdcage is only mostly dented. Um, mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah. um, the, 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 weirdly, the, uh, what you find in the, in the trash cans is linked to how deep you've gone in the mines. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. if you want to improve that yield, you got to go deeper down there, uh, which I have not, I have not puzzled through the implications of that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what the cosmology is. Yeah. Um, um it's also chopping down trees yep. is related, uh, to this, um, trees will drop seeds, which you can plant. So you can have a forest, uh, for forestry or for tapping, mm-hmm. uh, trees, um, also to get mahogany, which is, uh, gives you hardwood, yep. um, which is a high level recipe thing. Um, you craft a tapper and attach it to a tree and then you get that sap. Um, I never got a maple tree, mm-hmm. which is what I wanted because I wanted to make a beekeeping thing. You need maple syrup for that. Yeah. But I did get, uh, some pine tar, which I didn't have a whole lot of uses for, but I was still early in the game. Yeah. Um, so. you, you can get a good variety. Like you can go to cinder sap forest just south of your farm and cut down all of those mm-hmm. trees. Like that is, that, that is a forest for you to maintain. You want to do that. Um, like go there and chop down the weeds because each of those patches of weeds that's there, uh, that is a potential, uh, spawning place for, uh, for forageables, um, mm. every, uh, every couple of days. And also, uh, you know, if you chop down trees, new ones will grow, um, potentially of different varieties. So then you can bring those back to your farm and, uh, work out like an efficiency. Like I just, I let it overgrow, thin it out, let it overgrow, thin it out. And it's a constant source of wood. There you go. In addition yeah, to being, I, a, did, a, I did not clear my farm. Like I still had trees on my farm. Yeah. At this point. Um, in addition to being a, yeah. con- a, a, a constant source of, of tree blood, you know? Yes. Things yes. like that. In the form of sap. Yeah. Uh, you can also just, uh, a random event in the fall will give you big mushroom trees, <laughs> which mm-hmm. is, which is fun. Uh, and then you can, uh, like those will, those will grow and spread just like any other tree. And those are good for getting uh, lots of mushrooms, uh, for high level potions, um, things like that. Another source of mushrooms would be the cave on your farm. After you've accumulated en- enough money, uh, Demetrius kind of the town researcher will come by and give you an option, uh, saying, okay, I can either study fruit bats here and they will occasionally leave fruit behind that you can, that you can gather. This is a trap. Um, you want to make this the mushroom cave because mushrooms end up being way more valuable. Yeah, mushrooms are used in potions. Uh, the fruit is good in case you misses, miss fruit. Mm-hmm. You can get off-season fruit there. Yeah. So it could potentially paper over if you've been, uh, you know, haven't been growing everything Yeah, as you go. But the longer term, you only get to make this choice once. Yeah. Uh, so getting these six mushrooms every two days is better. Also a consistent source of a little bit of cash. Yeah. Um. You also find artifacts. There's a museum subquest with a weird Civil War reenactor who's always in <laughs> costume. Um, you get these either from the mine. You can also get them from the ground. Um, if you see worms on the ground, you can use your hoe there to get artifacts or clay. Um, I never noticed these. I didn't know about this. Mm-hmm. 
uh, the entire time because they just faded into the background for me and I never thought to do it. Yeah. And I was asking Liv, I'm like, why don't I have enough clay for the silo? And she's like, well, you have to kill the worms. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and she, she explained it to me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you want to be on the lookout for that stuff. I'm happy that it's not an extra tool. Like it's not a shovel that you have to upgrade, but if it was a shovel, I would probably into it, you know, digging stuff up like it was, you know, uh, Link's Awakening. Right. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Uh, so for the foraging bundles, uh, in the crafts room at the community center, uh, this will repair the bridge near the mine. Uh, this is, again, another way to get around mining. Uh, it'll This bridge will lead to the quarry uh, up there in the mountains um, where different stones will appear. There's a chance that uh, these will be ore nodes uh, that will pop up mm-hmm. uh, where you can break them apart. Uh, this is a source of stone for you as well. Um, and it's a good place to plant trees if you want more trees. There you go. Yeah. Um, there's a fishing in this game. Cause of course there is, it's a mm-hmm. relaxed game that takes after the super Nintendo. Um, the, uh, the fishing is weird. Um, you can bait your hook. You can do all that stuff. You don't have to, you can just get your basic rod. You cast out your line to any bottle body of water. You get a bite and you do this act, this, uh, mini game where you are, the fish is rising, lowering on this meter. You control this little field you want it to stay in by pressing the button, but there's a lot of momentum and bounce yeah. to the bar. Uh, it has gravity. Um, it will bounce when it hits the ground, etc. cetera. Yeah. And uh, some fish are just real wild going back and forth. They have a much like easier turning radius. Yeah. Uh, basically than you for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. So it is, uh, it is pretty tricky Yeah. Uh, to do this. This is improved over time, either through um, uh, like adjustments that they have made or by uh, kind of the addition of different lures that will change the behavior of the bar. Uh, I I do not like fishing and I have never um, met somebody who was like crazy about the fishing in this game. There's a path for it. Like you can choose to become like a specific kind of angler and, mm-hmm. you know, there's a fishing farm yeah. that you can choose. But it was not. I liked it because it was not uh clicking hmm. you know like most of the verb you do in this is just go up to the thing and hit action it's all yeah. contextual verbs uh down to you know same thing with giving gifts socializing same thing with combat right mm-hmm. like it was all very simple i liked this for having a degree of complexity to it yeah um but not enough to do it forever you know not yeah. enough to do it a lot mm-hmm. i just did it when the opportunity struck yeah and it's like well i got some time to kill before the adventures guild opens up or whatever mm-hmm. i'll fish yeah yeah um, but, uh, just like anything, you can improve your tools on this and get, uh, get, get more things like your, your, uh, bait will determine your bite rate. So will your luck, so will your skill, uh, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find other kinds of fish either by, uh, just finding shellfish on the ground, um, or you can put out crab pots, uh, and leave bait inside, uh, in different spots. Mm-hmm. And this will bring you like, uh, yeah, crawfish and things like that. Uh, the one great uh, decoration you can get is you can buy a fish tank and you can put any fish in it. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of nice. It allows you to have another pet. Yeah. Um, uh, Marnie also gives you a cat or dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't do anything. No, they'll they'll meow. Uh, they'll, 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 they meow. <laughs> yeah. It's basically like having a kid, which also they don't do anything. Um, yeah, which you can abort extremely late <laughs> uh, by turning them into a bird. Yep. And Fly erasing away. everyone's memory of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Grim. It's weird. Oh man. Uh, uh 
so something that was added uh, way late uh, after the release is uh, fish farms that you can do. These are structures that you can build where you will throw in um, uh, like a kind of fish and they will request different uh, like different seeds and different items that you can throw in and they will multiply and then produce a uh, uh, row for you, row and caviar and yeah. stuff like that. Oh. Uh, mining and combat are part of this. Uh, you head into the mine, which is monsters slash rocks. Mm-hmm. Um, you hit boulders with your pickaxe, which produces stones. Uh, sometimes you get common gems or boulders will give you ore. Um, you want this, you take this ore to, uh, a smelter and you turn into to bars of that ore, mm-hmm. uh, which you use to upgrade your tools, uh, for lots of recipes, things like that. Uh, this yeah. was a big bottleneck for me early on trying to get enough steel to make sprinklers mm-hmm. for my entire, uh, you know, field. Yeah. Uh, big, big early bottleneck. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can buy, uh, ore at the, uh, blacksmith shop. However, it is, uh, very, very expensive. Uh, mm-hmm. I've not done like the conversion of on the, on the time or anything, but like combat is one of the most involved and like getting to the bottom of the mind is one of the most involved things you can do. So this is a way that you bring some variety uh, into, into, into things. It's also the only time where mm-hmm. like failure is possible, uh, because you can die, uh, in combat here. Yeah. So you go into um, the, go into the mines. It's really deep. Uh, each floor is procedurally generated. Uh, some are big, some are small. Um, and you have to kill enemies and break boxes and, uh, mine or uh, break the boulders to try and find the, uh, the, the stairway down, uh, to the next level. Yeah. Which is luck dependent. Um, you don't want to be doing a lot of this on a day when you have bad luck mm-hmm. because you will, it will be in the last boulder yeah. Yeah, basically. Uh, the combat here is it's, this is very interesting. Like this will be a, a differentiation between play scales. Mm-hmm. Right? So on the 23 hour, 23 to 25 hour playthrough, hundred levels in the basic mine, uh, enemy variety was not good. Mm. Um, I don't, I don't, if it gets good later, like I totally believe it. Um, if it does, it does it on a really slow scale Yeah, no. because I was fighting, um, largely this, it was only in the last like 20 levels that I started running to enemies with projectiles. Mm hmm. Um, other than that, it's just things that go towards you. Yeah. Uh, uh, sometimes fast, sometimes slow, but it, it felt like a flash game. Like it felt like a flash mini game hmm. for most of it. Yeah. Um, it, it gets pretty involved, um, late in the, and uh, late in the mines and then really, really involved when you get to the, uh, the skull cavern and, uh, the volcano, um, yeah. fighting, uh, just uh, big mix ups of folks, uh, really dangerous ones too. Like ones that will summon other enemies and ones that will poison you. Um, ones that will inflict like a darkness, uh, kind of deal. You have mm. shades, uh, that can only be attacked in certain ways. Um, yeah, it is, it is like everything in the game, kind of a slow ramp up early on. They want the mines to be more about getting copper and getting, uh, getting your stuff upgraded at least enough to, uh, break apart uh, and clear the farm. And then it slowly becomes less about mining and more about killing the enemies and getting deeper. Yeah. I, it just, it, it's a really interesting illustration. Yeah. Right. Because few games work on that time scale, mm-hmm. you know, like where it's like 20 hours to show its hand. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's a very slow thing. Like I did a lot of it. I got, you know, relatively far in the mines for my playtime, but it was just something to do when it was raining mm-hmm. and me falling out of love with this was a big part of me, like being sick of the game yeah. was realizing that oh man, there's just going to be all these enemies. I just walk up to them and corner them and then tap the button until they die. Mm-hmm. Like there's, yeah. there's no, it's not very deep 
early on. Yeah. Like I, I, I can believe that they add depth. Yeah. But early on, it was just like the worst action RPG. Yeah. Managing like, like knockback and uh, things like that. And crowd control ends up being pretty important as well. Um, yeah, it's a, uh, it, it definitely does open up, which is not an excuse for it being unengaging early on. Yeah. It just, it just keeping an eye on the amount the time scale we're looking at. Yeah. You know, um, which was again the, the weird thing in the Slack where people are like, oh yeah, pretty early on you get really in advanced monsters. And I'm like, mm, no. what's early on? And they're like, no, like year two, year three. And I'm like, <laughs> um, yeah, the, uh, but it's, it's basically Zelda. Mm-hmm. Uh, you swing your sword left or it's, it's, you know, patterned after that slash, you get better weapons and stuff like that. A lot of times at break points in the dungeon, mm-hmm. it'll be a reward, um, at an even numbered dungeon floor, you'll get a new sword or what have you. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you do have bombs and cherry bombs and stuff that you can use for mining to blow up a lot of rocks at once yeah. or in combat. Yeah. Um, this, this at the time was a bad value proposition for me. Uh, it ends um, up being super important. Oh, good. All right. I use the ones I found, but crafting them was not worth the money. Yeah. Uh, it takes ore uh, and stuff like that. It, like early on, it is a bad investment later on, uh, especially when you're doing the skull cavern, which ends up not having the shortcut system that, uh, the main one does. Um, mm-hmm. you know, so you need to get as deep as quickly as possible, uh, coming in with a full complement of, of, of bombs and knowing how to use them without killing yourself, uh, to clear a large swaths of the place, uh, as quickly as possible to get, uh, to get the uh, stairs down, uh, is very important. So bombs become really necessary for success in my experience. You can also, if you have, uh, just a shitload of stone, you can craft staircases, which is very fun. <laughs> just as a concept like i just i have this portable like staircase portable. that i can bring in yeah yeah that'll just automatically you don't have to go hunting for it you can uh just tunnel down as uh, uh you know as quickly as you need to uh or if it's taking too long like some of the floors like especially the ones that are laid out like big spirals they take a long time to get mm-hmm. to the get to the center of if you want to skip that floor especially if you see that there are no uh mineral nodes here then that is uh that is a viable way to get around mm-hmm yeah. yeah. Uh, you get equipment. So you get uh, footwear, which determines your defense and your uh, your immunity to status effects, mm-hmm. or weapons, which have damage and swing speed. Um, there are rings that give you various special effects. Um, so magnetism, like drawing in items closer to you mm-hmm. or from further away into you, or light mm-hmm. uh, they present. Um, there's one that like halves the number uh, or the length of status effects, mm-hmm. uh, ones that increase damage, critical hits, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty important. Like if you're going to, uh, if you're going to be going on a big trip, you're going to want to have a couple and switch these around, uh, mm-hmm. is a, uh, is a worthwhile thing to do in between floors. Uh, there's range mm-hmm. combat through slingshots. Um, this is for really, really specific circumstances. You're not going to need to use this early on. Uh, there are just not that many enemies, uh, where it benefits you to use ammo to kill them at a distance. Yeah, you had to have rocks for them. And there are an unlimited supply of rocks down in the uh, the dungeon, but that is an inventory slot. Yes. That could be used for something better. Yeah. Uh, monsters drop loot, um, which some of which is valuable early on. It's not a very big moneymaker mm-hmm. uh, in the, the first hundred or whatever. Um, but you can use them for more arcane recipes, um, and they are required in different bundles. Uh, this is also uh, the mine was the primary place I was finding artifacts. Mm-hmm. Uh, to give to the museum, which yes. also has uh, rewards at breakpoints, some of which are really meaningful, some of which are decorations, mm-hmm. but some of which are cool. Yeah. Um, so mining is related to the boiler room bundles in the uh, community center. This is a big one that you're going to want to go after. 
getting those ores and such, because if you complete it, uh, you unlock one of the forms of fast travel, um, which is the mine carts. Uh, there's, you know, it, it's not like right on your farm. You have to go over to the bus stop to do the nearest one, but you can go to the quarry, you can go into the mines and you can, uh, go to, uh, like over by the blacksmith in the museum, um, on the far side of town. So this will save you a good amount of running. Uh, this is especially valuable if you have not like, uh, gotten the horse together. Um, it's even faster than the horse to get to certain places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, this is also part of a larger bundle, the bank vault bundle. Um, where you're putting larger and larger amounts of money into it. When you do this, it unlocks the uh, the bus that just broken down. They finally repair it, which will take you to the Calico Desert, which is an end game kind of zone. Yeah, which we'll talk about. You're not really meant to get there in your first year. Yeah, what have you? Um, we've already talked a little bit about uh, about cooking. Um, mm-hmm. you know, to a degree, like this is uh something you can only do either at fires, uh, if you build like a campfire, uh, crafting one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like the primary place is if you upgrade your house, uh, you're gonna get a kitchen, which will give you a stove, uh, and will give you a fridge, uh, which is which is just uh, built in storage, uh, basically. Yeah. Uh, it's not a skill that can be leveled up, instead, you just collect recipes, uh, either through skills or through uh, watching the Queen of Sauce show. And this is for stat effects or gifts, as we mentioned. Yeah. Um, there's several shops in town. Uh, Jen. Um, we mentioned the main general store is Pierre's. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's closed every Wednesday, uh, closes at nine. Um, sells really basic staples or maybe close at six. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that the, uh, the Jojo Mart stays open later, which is part of the balance. Yes. Um, but basically sells farm supply, uh, stuff and whines about Jojo Mart. Yes. Um, yeah. It, it does does not like being edged out of business, even though Georgia Mart is uh, wildly worse <laughs> than than his place. There's yeah. also in this uh, building there is an exercise room and a church mm-hmm. in the general store off to the right. If you go through an unmarked door, uh huh, that um, <laughs> feels really clued together. Like it felt like he was designing the buildings uh, as a draft to me. It, it felt, it felt like the it. that that weird building that has all the failed businesses and Disco Elysium. <laughs> <laughs> basically <laughs> and i was like oh there's a god in this world like who do they worship and it's it's i think it's some kind of nature spirit thing yeah yeah it's not gonna be jesus christ and, and, and <laughs> you know this is enough affection for old super nintendo games where it's gonna avoid god like the, the you know the christian god yeah um, i assume that they worship the forest goblins oh yeah the junos yeah. it's it's animistic the, the the religion here yeah uh there's the carpenter shop kind of up toward the mountains uh, this is mm-hmm. where Robin lives, uh, and uh, you can buy upgrades for your house. You can also get like decorations and uh, new structures for your farm. We'll talk about house up- upgrades in just a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clint the blacksmith uh, sells ores, upgrades your tools, and cracks open geodes mm-hmm. uh, when you find them. Um, this is it's random. What yeah. you're going to get you either get like the the dud, you get rocks, or you get uh, artifacts. Yeah, and such. And uh, um, higher level geodes, like you'll find ice geodes or lava geodes, uh, those have mm-hmm. higher chances for rare things. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Marnie uh, sells all the livestock and livestock stuff, uh, having a, a affair with the mayor. Mm-hmm. As you can find the mayor's underwear in her bedroom. I got the quest, but it was nowhere near enough, like, friends enough with Marnie. Nope. And had no idea how to give her friends. We'll talk about socializing. Yeah. I have bones to pick with socializing. Yes. Uh, in this game. Uh, the museum with the Civil War enthusiasts. Gunter. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Gunther, the, the Civil War enthusiast. Uh, we talked about him a little bit. Uh, I like that you get to lay out the, the museum. Mm-hmm. 
however you like. It's just another little place where you can have fun with organization if you like. Yeah. Um, and you can like in, in, examine all these things for like little bits of like l- lore and story. Some of these are like uh, texts that you have found that'll give like the history of the valley. Uh, unnecessary, mm-hmm. but, but but cute and quaint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the Adventurers Guild. Uh, this is where you can buy uh, better weapons, defensive items. Um, it's also where the bounties for the different monsters are paid off. Yeah. So the main guy has there's an old an old guy who just lives at the shop, and he will give you things if you've killed a certain number of slimes or sit spirits or what have you. Yeah. Yeah. End up being pretty valuable to uh, to at least keep track of those bounties. You may have earned them without realizing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, down by the beach is uh, Willie's Fish Shop. Uh, Willie's a solid guy. He'll give you your first, uh, your first rod for free. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, this is where you can get better fishing poles and lures, um, and buy People bait. Are, yeah. or go, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, and buy bait. Yes. Yeah. People are hilariously, uh, single shoe voters in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Willie is continuously holding events to raise fishing awareness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I will, I will give a hundred dollars to anyone who can catch three of these fish because I want more people to fish. <laughs> and then. Uh, he's like, man, if more people in this town fished, I could build, fix my boat. And I'm like, what do you do all day? <laughs> like you have enough time to do this. This town is pathetic. Like you really should not be like waiting for me to show up and whip you into shape dudes. <laughs> yeah. Why do I have to come in from the city and like teach all these, the politics of this game, <laughs> you know, the city man coming in and fixing the lives of these poor country bumpkins. <laughs> Um, there's a traveling cart that appears in Cinder Snap Forest. This appears on a schedule, but I did not know the schedule at all. It's, I think it's Wednesdays uh, and Sundays. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's Wednesday and Friday, actually. Oh, yeah. Friday is the second day, but you could be right as well. Yeah. Um, this is just for me looking up today. Mm-hmm. Um, this is all random to me because I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it sells our out-of-seas items and kind of luxury things. Yeah. Uh, the rare um, seed is a trap. <laughs> it yep. takes forever to grow no. and it doesn't uh it doesn't yield uh anything that uh is particularly useful or valuable yeah and it, it if it, you forget to water it one day it dies yeah uh, uh, it's a real baby yeah and then over by the uh over by the museum you have the joja mart uh this will remain until you finish the community center uh, and perform mm-hmm. the celebration ceremony then it is just abandoned it doesn't become anything uh it, does, it, it does. <laughs> well i mean you have to do extra bundles to turn it into the movie theater yes. but i like that it is just hooray we chased them out of town now let it fall to blight <laughs> yeah just let the teens go there and impregnate each other um the uh this is so at first i was very confused by this because i was like okay the messaging of this game is that amazon bad local business good uh, why is Amazon more expensive? Mm-hmm. You know, because you should be a moral choice. Like I'm choosing to support local business. Yeah. It turns out once you have the membership, things here are less expensive. Yes. Um, so you do save money. It's open until 11. It's open on Wednesdays. So it is more convenient to use the Jojo Mart once you have the membership. Mm-hmm. Beforehand, there's no reason to support it. Yes. Um, um, if you um, if you complete the community center and chase, chase the run them out of town on a rail, uh, then Pierre is making enough money to uh, have the store open seven days a week. Yeah, he uh, he gets into a fist fight with the guy. He does. Yeah, I I, I looked at the scene online. I was like, shit. <laughs> um, Pierre is pissed. Um, you can also upgrade your house, which takes Herculean amounts of money and wood mm-hmm. and stone. Um, very expensive. Robin does this working day and night in the rain, <laughs> 24 hour days. Mm-hmm. Um, the first upgrade gives you your kitchen. 
you know, as we mentioned uh, before, the cooking and stuff. Second upgrade gives you room for a family. So you get mm-hmm. a nursery and a larger bedroom. Uh, this is how you can have a baby if you decide to have one. Mm-hmm. And third upgrade gives you a cellar so you can uh, age things. Yes. Age your beers, wines, and cheeses. Yeah. You can uh, uh, make special casks to put down there. Um, yeah. Your first house is really limited. Uh, you know, you, you, you at the very least want to get the second one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just have some extra space. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, we're getting into kind of like some of the softer social uh, kind of things here. Like we could talk about each individual festival, but like they all kind of break down to being roughly the same thing. Uh, for me and the way that I play, they're a little bit of an annoyance because uh, they happen uh, at scheduled times during each season, but they still sneak up on me and they make it so you don't go into you don't want to go into a particular part of town because it'll skip you to the end of the day uh, because you're going to go. Rhythm. What's up? It ruins your rhythm. Yeah. Yeah, people. I I hope people who are screaming at me during this episode are screaming at you now. Yeah, because I know there are people who love these festivals. How, d- how like, dare you? How dare you disrespect the egg festival? Like I, I just the people fucking love it, dude. Like yeah. they're like so the 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 thing that they feed into is you get to talk to everybody and they like it, mm-hmm. and then there are events that increase your social standing with people. Yes, neither of us really engage with that system very much. No, uh, but for some people, it is the game. Mm-hmm. For yeah. um. They're also strategically like the the advanced strategy that I was reading about is that like some of the festivals are worth going to for the social benefits and some are not. Yeah. Um, you got to see whether they're a good cost benefit analysis, like paying a day essentially to give everyone in town a gift. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the highlights, you know, for me include the uh, that group potluck where everyone just throws something into the fucking pot. <laughs> and they're just like, bring anything you want. And I threw some jelly in there and the people are like, this is good fucking jelly. And I'm like, <laughs> Cool. This is a good stew. I'm like this is you. You everyone here is a fucking disgusting ogre. <laughs> this town needs to be nuked from the face of the earth. <laughs> Get the brother to steal the land vertebrates and just like, raise this puzzle. Like, we're, just, we're just gonna have to start from scratch. Yeah, well, the the governor loved my loved the soup because I put an entire jar of mayonnaise in it. Cool. <laughs> Uh, it's oh so gosh gross. yeah um, the the highest reward you can get is at the uh the harvest festival like where you bring mm-hmm. for the 4-h stand or whatever it is got to bring your uh bring bring your highest quality goods you can get like a star do drop or a star drop from that mm-hmm. um which is uh, good to do at least once um and then the night market is good this is down by the docks where a bunch of uh little uh store barges will pull up and uh, you can buy stuff out of season yeah you can also apparently get uh, cool, rare stuff from the equivalent of Christmas. Yeah. If you're friends with people to give you things. talk about socializing yeah let's do it uh, uh let's just rip this band-aid off and make people uh make people annoyed at us get back to the farm <laughs> uh, the uh so the the way that uh the, when i said this earlier i said it in kind of a uh, dismissive way and i kind of mean it like this why wouldn't relationships just be a water you can crop in this game or mm-hmm. a crop you can water <laughs> yeah. you know like it it is just uh it's a pretty naked 
example of what I don't like in how video games handle relationships, which yeah. is give right gift, make meter go up. Mm-hmm. Um, you you know their birthdays, so you know, uh, and their universal dislikes. Like nobody likes being handed a trash, right? right? The soggy newspaper is not going to get anybody on your side. Like mm-hmm. here, you can do decoupage. Like nobody cares. Uh, the thing I don't like is that it's trial and error. Yeah. For this, there are some things that relate to their personality, mm-hmm. right? So, like Maru was the person I got the highest number of hearts with, the daughter of Robin and Demetrius. Uh, Maru is a scientist, so she likes science stuff. So I was like, oh, cool. I'll give her rare ores and things like that. Mm-hmm. And and I, I did it enough to where I got uh, an event for her. Um, but I, I was looking up her favorite things. You really want to be min-maxing this and giving her absolute favorite things, like, and making sure you don't miss her birthday and give her absolute favorite thing on her birthday mm-hmm. to actually make this work. Yeah. It's it's desperately trial and error, or you look up a wiki, mm-hmm. and it reduces people to meters you fill up yes which they do not like you know and to me it's annoying a little bit to think about how uh, i don't know i shouldn't say it's annoying because the way other people play this i don't understand uh the appeal of it because what you get by increasing the uh the the, the meters of these folks you know largely the reward it's not going to be mechanical it's going to be you're going to learn specific things about them you're going to get events you know things about yeah. their past will be revealed uh you know things about what they like their relationships with uh with other people like all of that has the potential to be you know interesting and good if you're a person who you know will kind of like engaging with these kind of i mean generously sketched characters let's say um but in order to get that you need to either you know use your limited gift opportunities to you know to to figure out and it'll keep track for you like of what they like and what they don't like um but like once you figure it out you know, in order to make this happen at anything approaching like a scale, if it's a goal that you're going to be working toward, what you do is you uh, put a chest outside of their house, uh, kind of know where they're, you know, know when they're going to be there, and you just fill that chest with uh, their favorite things. And then when they're when, when their cooldown for the gift goes away, you go and you grab that uh, thing from inside there. Then you go in and give it to them, and then wait for the cooldown to come back, and then you know see the, uh, and then you, you know just see see the events as your hearts go up. And then if romance is what you're aiming for, that will uh, that will be uh, what you're you know what you're going to be working toward. It is very mechanical, and this is consistent for us. Go back and listen to the Harvest Moon or you know the Harvest Moon Sim City episode that we did many many years ago we also did not like that system there here it's nice because it is friendship it is not just you know something that you do to woo a particular person uh the relationship comes if you do particular steps afterwards um but um yeah it's a it's a real bummer because of how strictly transactional it is if if you've been rankling at the idea that i keep calling this game psychopath shit Go back and listen to the sentence where Cole just said that the way that you manage the relationships here is put a crate outside someone's house, fill it with things they like, and then give it to them on their cooldown. Mm-hmm. That is what you do. I'm not blaming you for that. Yeah. It's just the game is enforcing psychopathic behavior. Mm-hmm. No, it's, you know, it's, like it's, that, it's, that, it's enforcing exactly. psych- psychopathic behavior or wildly suboptimal behavior where you can undo your progress if you give them the wrong thing. 
Yeah, th- those are the, the two options. The actual events, when I was reading the events that you get, some of them are pretty interesting, mm-hmm. and the characters are better sketched out as you get further. Yes. I think that they actually made a pretty big mistake. Well, they didn't make a mistake. It was wildly wildly successful. I'm the, the <laughs> right, yeah. If they were trying to court me, they made a mistake by making the characters really boring at first. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they only reveal their depths once you do engage with the system because it works on the assumption you're going to want to make friends with everybody and fill those meters. Yeah. And if, if you don't have that, then there's not really an incentive to do it. I would be fine without an incentive mechanically, mm-hmm. you know, cause I, I I'm fine with that as like a hangout game. I didn't have an, an incentive narratively or in terms of like characterization. Yeah. Like I just, I was like, I, this person seems real boring. Mm-hmm. Cool. Like you go do your thing. I'll do my thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll be the weird town hermit. Yep. You know, I I'll show just, up smelling <laughs> a fish to the dance. No one will dance to me. Yep. And you know? every once in a while, if, uh, if it's a quest, I'll walk up to you and hand you a bag of jewels. Like it's Freddy yeah, got you're, fingered. You're, here's that tomato you ordered. <laughs> you know, I know it's been a few days. I hope you still want it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh it's 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 very strange and it, it is a huge part of the there are i was looking on youtube for advanced tips on this game mm-hmm. there's all kinds of like ranking the waifus of stardew valley yeah mods to make them more naked or more cute anime girl or you know all kinds of stuff to, to change the system and i just don't have the gene in me that wants to make a cartoon girlfriend yep um you know, it's not, it's not interesting. Even with, with more systems, like you said, look back to Harvest Moon, look back to Bioware games. Mm-hmm. Like I, I hate this shit. Like I hate just putting, like we're doing Fallout 4. It's not, you don't give people gifts in that. Yeah. It's more just like, you know, uh, they like it when you lock pick and you're going to be picking a lot of locks, <laughs> uh, you know, but it's just the, the way I don't think video games model human behavior in a way that's acceptable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. This is a little bit too, a uh, little bit too faithful to its predecessors. Uh, and I don't get it. If you enjoy this, go with God. Um, we're not going to be the people to, uh, kind of examine the ins and outs of these individual people. I just, I know that like when I have tried doing the romance stuff in this, I was like, Oh, Leah seems nice. And that's about mm-hmm. it. <laughs> so, uh, the one event I got with Maru, uh, I was hanging out, uh, with her doing an experiment. She left the room and her dad, like, she's a nice girl and I want to keep it that way or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was shit weird and she came back and she's like what's the matter and i had the option to say uh nothing or uh your dad was acting weird yeah and apparently if you snitch on her dad it like does irrevocable harm to a relationship oh no and i was like yeah you're being fucking weird yeah you know i don't i looking at the options i read like four or five of the the different mm-hmm. you know character storylines and they're not always intuitive yeah uh what you're supposed to do during these little choose your own adventure parts mm-hmm. um yeah. yeah. Uh, one of the benefits of having uh, people at high levels of friendship is they'll send you things. They'll, you'll just mm-hmm. get a, you'll just get the mail and I'll say like, Oh, I, uh, here's a rock. There you go. Um, it is not something that you can like depend on though, as a, as a source of materials that you need to accomplish goals. And you get access to their rooms, which you ordinarily cannot go into, which is necessary for quest. Once I figured out all of this stuff, the fact that the mayor sent me on a quest to get his underwear back from Marnie mm-hmm. is one of the weirdest power moves I've ever seen. In like, a video game. <laughs> like you're that, like that is, that is some like 
bragging to your bros about getting laid shit <laughs> on a level <laughs> I've never seen in my life. Yeah. <laughs> from from two of the most like innocently wholesome characters in the game. <laughs> they are not wholesome, dude. Yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. That's, these still the, waters the, run deep. The like, most the most apparently wholesome. Stinky. <laughs> yeah. Like these 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 are fucking raw, raunchy <laughs> waters. This is, this is, this is the, the the runoff behind a Sybaris pool suites in terms of still waters running what the, deep. What like, the fuck? What's this? What's Sybaris? What? Sybaris pool suites were uh, hotels that they advertised in Illinois that had a little tiny pool inside the room that were made for fucking. Oh, no. Uh, they were like romance hotels. And yeah, me and my friends used to always joke about the guy who had to clear the, the filters for the <sighs> pool in the Sybaris pool suites. <laughs> So, we, we got a cum jam it, <laughs> junction four. Dude. Yeah, yeah and not the kind that came out of the awful mayo machine void cum yeah so but uh yeah i thought it was very strange like hey brother get my underwear out of my my you know my side pieces room <laughs> okay mayor <laughs> still leave you around i'll see you tonight at through your window at 201 you won't see me <laughs> if i don't do this will you send me to prison we're already there yeah. <laughs> Just, do you think you can leave the bus is broken always out of the town are broken uh-huh you know try and run you'll so, end up in a fucking desert <laughs> yeah it's, it's a, yeah extremely uh purgatorial video game <laughs> we got going on here oh man <laughs> including the wizard most of your main story yeah. progress is going to happen with the wizard uh this mm-hmm. is the one like it's the one exception because uh be, becoming friends with rasmodius uh ends up uh getting you uh little treats uh and uh access to different places uh you want to get to four uh hearts so you can go inside the wizard tower uh and uh go to uh, his basement to use the shrine of illusions or use his spell book uh to buy high level structures uh particularly the the obelisks which require ridiculous amounts of 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 rare uh things but you build them on your farm and when you interact with them it just warps you you teleport uh, yeah, out to particular locations. You could craft yeah. totems that would do this, but those are consumable mm-hmm. uh, in your inventory. Yeah. This is uh, the, the, this is nice uh, to uh, to get these. You can also get the Jun- this is how you get the Junimo huts. Yeah, because you can have your uh, your free labor, your unpaid labor. <laughs> yes, your interns. Uh, if an NPC is single, you can uh, propose marriage to them. Once you have ten hearts of friendship with them, you start dating at eight hearts. By giving them a bouquet, and you prepare uh, propose marriage by buying the mermaid's pendant, which is found from a mysterious old man who doesn't live anywhere, mm-hmm. who lives down by the tide pool. Yep. So this is some real Innsmouth Bride shit. <laughs> um, uh, I love how in. I love how you divorce you. You give them a wilted bouquet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. This is how I feel uh, about you. <laughs> this the spouse moves in on the first day, waters all your plants for you mm-hmm. uh, as a wedding gift, and then afterwards does chores randomly around the farm. Yeah. Um, uh, if you have a nursery, uh, you might uh, your spouse might uh, ask if you want to have a kid. Yes. Uh, if, um, if you're in a same sex uh, arrangement, you'll adopt, uh, if you are in, um, uh, a heterosexual arrangement, then, uh, you, you get a biological kid. Um, and this gives you a graphic. <laughs> yes. 
uh, walks around your house, uh, you increase uh, its friendship. If you want to abort the kid, I read about this. There's a ritual where you turn them into doves mm-hmm. and erase everyone in town's memory of them. <laughs> uh, I love that. Fucking I, I think that's very funny. <laughs> like, just incredible. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. It, it's kind of neat because each uh, individual uh, person that you can marry, like they'll move in and make uh, uh, part of the part of the house their own. Like they'll do like mm-hmm. redecorating. Like there's a spot outside where uh, they'll uh, engage in their hobby. I think Shane fixes up his motorcycle. Leah sculpts out there and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like that's cool. Uh, you get to learn about them. You have to maintain the friendship. And there's a chance that if you give a gift, like a nice gift to somebody, they'll uh, get jealous. Yeah. Um, things like that. Yeah. But it is, uh, it is another thing, uh, to maintain if you're interested in maintaining it. It's worth noting this in, uh, comparison to some of its peers Yes, in that respect too. So to me, this, uh, my problem with the relationship stuff in this is that it is, you know, a crop that you water, mm-hmm. uh, compare Like I always do relationship stuff in the Sims, like yours, mm-hmm. you know, saying like, oh, your Sim always lives alone. My Sim always gets married because you end up with like wild stories and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like weird emergent shit will happen. That's very funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the Sims for that. I feel like this, there's a constriction of verbs in this in terms of it's like treadmillness mm-hmm. that everything is going to be a thing that you level up or yeah. make bigger. Uh, there's not really a room for expressive um, kind of event. Yeah. In, in this game. Yeah. It's not really, that's not the, that's not the point of it. Yeah. Incident you ends know? up being pretty prescribed. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it is a game for, about control. Yeah. Oh, that's you know. <laughs> grim. I don't like how that reflects it, it on is, me. <laughs> it, is, it is kind of like, I'm telling you, man, it's kind of purgatorially a game. Like it's good. Mm-hmm. It's better than the sum of its parts, but it is about mm-hmm. this capital, hyper-capitalistic, like, you know, predictable routine. Mm-hmm. It is, it is a, a routine simulator in the yeah. same way that like the Sims is narratively a, uh, meritocracy simulator. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to play a game where if I am, my avatar is good at something, good things just happen mm-hmm. for them. There's no luck involved. Yeah. Here is a thing where it's like, I want to play a game where I can be a one person economy that manages it perfectly mm-hmm. and just it increases my sphere of influence yeah. and my power with no interruptions. Yeah. And like no fail condition, no, no frost punk, you know, there's no, no wrinkles that are being thrown in. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing, nothing like that. Yeah. It's only when it's described in the bleakest terms possible that I start getting introspective about it. I think that what this <laughs> game, the, I, I think that this game scratches the itch that it scratches very well, as long as you don't start trying, as long as you don't accidentally end up judging yourself for liking having that itch scratched. It, it became a thing where the more I thought about it, like the, the weirder it seemed. Mm-hmm. To me, and that's why part of like I was really eager to talk about it is because I enjoyed my time with it, but it's so at odds with things like yeah. every other video game does. Any of this shit, I hate it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have to go collect the the six berries that are out there <laughs> and just to unlock fast travel. Fuck what, you. What about screw you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. How about you? Yeah. How about you go to hell? Yeah. Uh, but you know, and I still didn't do that in this, and I I still don't like that in principle. Mm-hmm. I think that there's like a lack of. I almost think that the lack of the. Uh, narrative incident and varietal of play actually makes that stuff easier to stomach yeah, yeah. in this game because it's it's what's there mm-hmm. like what it you know you you are making your own fun in this like you're choosing what your goal is mm-hmm. um like there are sub goals along the way that the game does give you but ultimately it's just over when you decide you've had enough of it yeah 
Um, and the, uh, I think that those things like the, the collect the five fish to unlock the fast travel thing in a world where I, my goal, I've already pre-decided my goal is just to make all the meters go up. Mm-hmm. Then that is acceptable because there's no narrative, anything yeah. interfering with it. Mm-hmm. It's you know, a, there it, cannot be narrative ludodissonance in this if there's barely a narrative. Yeah. And if, it, if, if it's all about me deciding how, you know, how these Tetris pieces of uh, uh, tasks will fit into uh, the, vo- you know, the, the fixed landscape of my day, then that yeah. is the, 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 that that is sufficient. An interesting way to think about it is you, it's like you have uh, some pentominoes or whatever, mm-hmm. and you're trying to make the most efficient square, but you have an unlimited size board. Mm-hmm. Like there's no there's no internal need for efficiency. Right. Like it, it is unlike something like Frostpunk or The Sims, this or Factorio or anything like that. Like this is so purely efficiency for its own sake mm-hmm. that it's the the way that you talk about it makes a lot of sense as that being a gamer value for you mm-hmm. and this being something that speaks to it in an incredibly pure and distilled form. Yes. Yeah. You know, as somebody who just salivates when I hear all of those other things that you cite in relation to this. Yeah. Yeah. And and the thing that is the difference between those things is the reason why I like those things more than I like this thing mm-hmm. is that those kind of fail conditions, I, I don't want efficiency as its own goal. I want yeah. efficiency plus bleak pressure. Mm-hmm. You know, out of all those things we talked about, Frostpunk is my favorite. Yeah. Well, the Sims is, is my favorite. Mm-hmm. And that's closer in terms of like being a toy. Yeah. But uh, I, I Frostpunk, mean... you know, I think is a, a cooler game than this. Oh, 100%. For me. Yeah. Um, and the reason why is it adds that context and adds those fail conditions, and that pressure. Mm-hmm. And I like me, I like not just being efficient. I like being efficient in the face of something. Yeah. Yeah. And in, 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 in the face, in the face of, you know, uh, a, a, a progressive pressure, right. That is being yes. put on you, uh, beyond, you know, uh, like a temporary setback. If you, you know, if you die, like we do, we talk about the Sims, like not having consequences, like in the Sims, if you run out of money, and you don't pay your bills, somebody's going to come and use a special vacuum to empty your house, and your guy will get so sad that he won't be able to go to work the next day. You know, yeah, like, and then you eventually die. Yeah. <laughs> like your, your character will set himself on fire through being too sad to, you know, cook goopy garbonara correctly. Yes. You yeah. Know? Um, so there's kind, of, there's kind of a fail condition, but I also think that one of the things that was, when I'm, again, this is purely, there's no judgment, just me mm-hmm. figuring out what kind of game stuff I like. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because as you mentioned, like we're in cool town now, we were in Gary town earlier. Mm-hmm. Like I also spend a lot of hours on things, um, is that the Sims also doesn't maintain my interest for a hundred plus hours. Yeah. You know, the Sims is something that I install and play for 10 hours when I need it. Um, it, it the the currency also doesn't spend mm-hmm. as long as it could. Yeah. Whereas yeah. I need to be very careful when I install and when I start those because if I if I start up a Rimworld colony, like oh shit, um, Cole has all of a sudden let fallen behind on everything. Right. Yeah. There's a there's a because compul- of that daily routine. Yeah. There's a compulsion to it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is and, incredibly uh, that, satisfying. A, and, you know, all, like, any of the games that we have mentioned is, you know, like very rewarding to engage with the systems for their own sake. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is. It is dangerous. And the amount of time that will you'll be compulsed by that is also yeah. something that is going to differ. Yeah. And I'm really happy that my compulsion is for that. Just a game where you buy the game and a uh, um, expansion every couple of months, every couple of years, maybe, uh, as opposed mm-hmm. to 
you know, something with a loot box or something that is more predatory. Uh, or I'm... cocaine. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> or, or gambling. Yes. <laughs> you know, or got, you know, even, even like e-gambling, you mm-hmm. got you pawn. Yeah. It's better that your compulsions for this than Genshin impact. Yes. Yeah. You know, uh, <sighs> it's, it's just, it's, it's just interesting. I feel like you can learn a lot about what somebody likes in a video game mm-hmm. based on what they take from Stardew Valley. Yeah. You know, just because it, it contains so much and it's going to reflect so much, so much of them back at, back at the person, uh, based on what they choose to engage with. Yeah. And how Both long in they terms stick of, with yeah, it. Like the, yeah. the vital of task and how much, like where your lines are for making your own fun, mm-hmm. where your lines are for self-directed goals. Yes. Things like that. Yeah. Um, I just, uh, Minecraft is another one of those for me where just, uh, yeah. like I just, it, it is a bottomless hole from which Cole cannot ex- extract himself. Yeah. <sighs> I keep these things away from you, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. and, and by from which I cannot extract, extract myself, I mean like burn a week on it and then feel bad and then stay away for probably longer than I should. Yeah. yeah you, you lock yourself in a, in a cage, like a werewolf. Yes. You know, during a full moon. Yeah. Uh, let's no. talk, let's talk it's, about some of this. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say that that doesn't necessarily, that specific thing is, not always just apply to these things. Like that's the reason why I haven't bought darkest dungeon two yet. Oh yeah. Or Baldur's gate you three. Know, Cause I know yeah. Baldur's gate three, like I'll go deep on them. Yeah. You know, and I will, I'll play those. I using the fact that they're in early access an excuse not to go deep on them yet. Yeah. But I also just know I'll do that instead of other things. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's work. a little like, it's something that I'm excited about in fallout four, but also a little bit like scared because the, like mm-hmm. the base building and management stuff seems real cool to me. You know, I never I'll got far enough to engage with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll be real curious as how that, cause it, it is, I, I'm kind of a defender of that stuff as well. I don't hate that shit, even though a lot of people do. Uh-huh. And I find the loop of finding new stuff in fallout four really compulsive mm-hmm. uh, as well. Yeah. So well, uh, we're, this is kind of compulsive fall. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is good because compulsion uh, is a great way to supplement motivation. Sure. Let's get into it. Let's let's move on. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about some of the late game stuff. Uh, this is going to be Cole Book Report uh, kind of deals, but we can oh, react. Yeah. Uh, we can react to it here because this is, I mean, like you you unlocked the railroad, right? Like you got to the end of summer on your first year. I did. And I, there was the, the soaking pool. Yeah, uh, yeah. That I went there. Um, it takes forever. Like I took off my speed <laughs> shoes. So you just you walk real slow. I didn't know there was anything else to do here, though. Yeah, um, it ends up being kind of a vestibule that goes to a bunch of other places. The spa is a very bad, uh, it's, it, like, it'll recover your energy for free, but, like, the process of getting in and getting out takes a really long time. Um, yeah. This is a good way. So you'll occasionally get um, alerts saying, hey, a train's about to pass through town. If you go up there um, and hang out by the train as it passes through, uh, loose ore and items will fall out of the open... <laughs> showering everyone in the eyes and skulls (laughs) just pelting you with the stones at high at max speed yeah sure Uh uh-huh yeah um but uh you know that ends up being it's it stops being something where it's like hey drop everything and go there especially when things like coal 
uh, and things like low quality ore uh, become incredibly common for you. Um, it'll be useful for like the remainder of the first year, but not that far afterwards. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> what you will do here is you'll eventually, there'll be a pathway that'll open up, uh, to the, to the witch's swamp, uh, to the bog, your, uh, wizard quest chain will, uh, will send you here. The, the wizard and the witch used to be involved with each other romantically before yeah. she went off the deep end. Um, well, he, he, he regrets it. I was reading yes. his, uh, his stuff. He, he apparently yeah. did something horrible, but he, he drove, he, he drove her to it, I think is the, the yeah. way that it articulates. Um, but, uh, you know, she has some things of his that he wants, um, and the witch is not here. Like you can't actually like interact with her, but you can get in good with her henchmen by giving them void mayonnaise. Uh, <laughs> this little gremlin loves this ashy goop, um, <laughs> and it'll let you in. And this is where you can, uh, access the shrines that will let you perform the dark arts. Uh, not only yeah. can you turn your child into doves, you can eternal sunshine your spouse. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's all just it's so weird it's so man because you're doing that because like if you want to marry everybody uh huh and see all their stuff on like oh I'm on your like 16 yeah of my thing where I'm marrying everyone in town uh it's just wild to me yeah because when we were talking about the the thing I know that we we moved past generalities and we had to no, keep we're, no moving. It's fine. It's fine. but but one of the things you were talking about the spa right now it's a bad investment. I imagine that's some people play this to to role play, mm-hmm. right? So like they go to the spa because they're like, why not go to the spa? The same way that they, you know, you stop and fish or you stop and get a massage in other video games, things like that, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and then there are people who take those soft art parts of the game and turn them into a collection thing mm-hmm. where it's like, I need to be married to everyone. In order to do that, I have to eternally sunshine <laughs> my spouse yeah. 15 times. Making me into you a know, fucking uh, monster living in this town. <laughs> professor x crimes that you're doing uh to this on top of all the other weird ass shit you do like it's so it's so contrary to the soft image of this mm-hmm. you know what are the evil it's like it's it's tyranny level evil. <laughs> that should be an option tyranny <laughs> you know yeah yeah fuck man <laughs> and it's coded like it's not it's not coded as a thing that is good to do you are making dark packs with a witch's shrine but also like it's there it's along the main, the, the, like the main line of the game, giving you a, giving you a reset button for any number of uh, commitments that you might have made. You know, like you know if uh, if your grandpa judges you for doing this shit, I don't think so. Uh, he should. <laughs> he really should. Uh, it, it should. Uh, it, it should lower the cap of candles you can get. Like, no, you're never going to perfect this if you eternal sunshine somebody. If you use the shrine of selfishness to dove your kids. it's got doved (laughs) then you have to go to the shrine of family court to get them back (laughs) they stay doves and you got to grow a bunch of corn to feed them and that's not Mm. good they actually need greens and like mealworms and stuff yeah Yeah. well farmers rights (laughs) um I almost got into the sewer. I was like three items short of the museum. Yeah. yeah. Getting into the sewer. And, the, but that was not enough to keep me going. Yeah. Uh, uh, but the sewer, like, I mean, until you get to the mutant bug layer, even the mutant bug layer doesn't give you too much to do. Sewer's a bit of a dud. Uh, if okay. you, <laughs> why are you laughing at the mutant bug layer? <laughs> even the mutant bug layer doesn't give you too much to do. <laughs> like, what a lie. Uh, oh, <laughs> I'm <man>. so cool. <laughs> 
So, uh, but uh, you get the rusty key if you give 60 items to Gunter. Um, mm-hmm. And this will open up the gate uh, down in Cindersap Forest. Uh, like, you can use it as, like, a weird out-of-the-way shortcut to get between Cindersap and Pelican Town. Uh, mm-hmm. there, you can fish here for particular fish uh, to meet particular requirements. Um, but uh, the primary thing is this is where Krobus lives. <laughs> Yeah, Krobus. Uh, I like the Krobus. I like <laughs> just a little ghoul. He's like the dwarf who lives over in the mine. Uh, he, like the, all of them have uh, ha- have little relationship meters. Like you can improve it with them. Like you can give mm-hmm. gifts to Krobus. He's not used to uh, receiving uh, to receiving generosity. Uh, mm-hmm. But, but uh, this Krobus is where you can buy uh, dark items, including for two million gold. Uh, incredibly useful. You can get the return scepter, uh, which will instantly take you back to your farm. Yeah. You can also later when you get the movie theater, you get to take Krobus to the movies. <laughs> That's inspiring the Bell and Sebastian song like Krobus at the movies. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> tell me about the mutant bug layer and why it's not great it's i mean there's there's just not much to it uh so it's full of the bug enemies which are pretty tough there are the ones that mm-hmm. will like cocoon up and uh, uh spawn a bunch of other things they're uh, invulnerable when they're in the cocoon i think also the dragonflies will show up here where uh, if they hit you it will like start like it'll put you into a status effect where they swarm you they do a ton of mm-hmm. damage um you can do like uh this is like a good place to uh get some forageables you can do some fishing here really all, all that this is though this isn't procedurally generated it's just one big screen we're going to be going to get a dark talisman for uh for the wizard uh to uh, uh finish out his quest line uh is to do that so mm-hmm. uh it's just a, it's just a place if you want to fight bugs here they are kind of like if you want to fight slimes you raise the slimes there we go yeah yeah more involved um, we is the, the desert a little bit like getting the bus fixed yes yeah the 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 calico desert's a little bit more involved uh it's its own map it's it's its own uh fishing pool uh you can pick up like uh cactus fruits you can uh pick up coconuts and things here chop down palm trees um there's also a place where you can if you have i think it's like uh gosh you need to use prismatic shards to get essences of the universe you can get really powerful weapons here if you stand in like the little uh, uh organization of pillars up at the north okay um primarily what you're going to do when you first arrive here especially if you've not gotten to the bottom of the mines is there's a special shop called the oasis where you can get rare seeds and items including starfruit uh seeds which is a real good cash crop um mm-hmm. you know it, it yields multiple i believe it yields multiple uh fruits i forget uh don't quote me on that because i may be confusing it with ancient fruits um yes but there's also there's also a casino here where if you go through a a cryptic set of actions you can get into uh uh, mr cheese um uh uh, casino to go up here and play slot Mm -hmm. machines and blackjack uh, to get a special currency to buy to buy particular items yeah i I would have done this i like blackjack yeah love a blackjack video game um Mm -hmm. Uh, but the the main thing, though, uh, is you want to come over here and uh, use the key that you found at the bottom of the mines to get into Skull Cave. This behaves differently. You always start at the top of it. And, uh, like, there's no elevator. You just have to uh, descend on your own. Uh, and uh, things here will fuck you up. Uh, very, you know, more mix-ups, more aggressive enemies. They do a lot of damage to you. You have to be very careful 
and also uh, you're going to get a lot of iridium here. This is this is primarily where, where you're going to be getting that very rare metal that will uh, that will take you uh, to the uh, upper levels of sprinklers and your most efficient uh, tools. Yeah. The, the rarest, uh, rarest metal. We didn't mention this. We talked about the mines. The mines have an elevator. Uh, so you clear them in uh, basically sets of five. Yeah. You can fast travel to every uh, five floors. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're doing a little mine run, you want to make at least five floors of yeah. progress. So you can fast travel back and get back to where you were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but this, uh, for a long time, this was like the late game content here was, uh, going as deep as you could, uh, in skull cave. I don't believe that it has a bottom. I think that you just go until you run out of time or energy or health. Um, and the deeper Mm -hmm. you go, the more rewarding it gets. Nice. Um, and I, I also read about this, but did not do it. Uh, when you complete the community center, Willie, the, uh, the fisherman says he has enough room or enough time in his life finally to, uh, fix up the fishing boat. Mm-hmm. He'll take uh, you back. He'll, he'll show it to you in confidence. Yep. yep. You're the tasty treat. <laughs> uh, and, uh, if you give him money and items, he'll get it into shit into shape and you can go to ginger Island. Yeah. Um, which is a brand new map, uh, has new features like new collectibles, um, new places to start a second farm, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. We don't, we don't have to go, uh, like too deep into this because some of it, like you can start a resort here. Uh, you can open mm-hmm. up the resort, um, where, uh, people from Pelican town will come. Um, I think that if you, I think maybe if you interact with them here, you get better friendship bonuses on it, but it's random who comes and when, and it will pull them from other things. So if you are trying to keep, uh, people predictable, it ends up being a, a little bit of a net negative for you. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the earliest part of being here on Ginger Island is you need to find these golden walnuts and you do this by doing like a scavenger hunt, uh, around in this environment, um, looking for, uh, kind of, you know, like, oh, there's an X in the environment. So it probably means I need to dig here. Um, you know, and you, you pull these up and you'll get hints about where these might be and you exchange mm-hmm. the golden walnuts you give them to the uh to the parrots here and they set stuff up so this is how you open the farm this is how you open the fast travel around here and ultimately you want to get into uh you want to get into the volcano which is a high level dungeon which is a really good place to get high level ores but also more golden walnuts to get to the top and uh unlock uh kind of like item crafting like combining your uh your tools with particular gems to get uh different mm-hmm. effects yeah yeah like so like they they don't use any energy things like that yeah 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 um and all of this is in service to getting 100 golden walnuts so you so you can get into the special golden golden walnut room where you get a high level uh uh quests that you need to accept some of which will turn the dungeons into more dangerous versions of themselves uh so mm-hmm. you need to get to a certain level uh to get ra- you know uh, a new ore radioactive ore to make uh, uh better versions of items uh but also you are accumulating gems that can be traded for even more game breaking stuff and ultimately there's a perfection tracker which is saying like all right here's what you have left to do in order to achieve perfection and get a special event at the top of the peak uh in the mountains uh by the railroad yeah if you if you want to 100 percent, yes uh the game Mm-hmm. And that uh, that is not Stardew Valley because there's mm-hmm. a lot yeah. of stuff to it. But that's that's our episode on Stardew Valley. That's Stardew all Valley. of the individual like elements of Stardew Valley. Uh, Stardew Valley happens when you try and fit those into a day over the course of uh, several years. Yes, uh, many many years. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this the longest game we've done? Maybe like, it's, it's over when you want it to be. Mm-hmm. So no, 
show, but also in terms of like getting to this stuff. Yeah. Like unlocking this island, unlocking all of this extra stuff. Like definitely not even doing per, uh, perfection. Yeah. But like getting to engage with the last system they reveal. Yeah. Has got to be pretty close to the longest thing we've done. So, I mean, this is not uh, the, so this the 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 1.5 playthrough that I did like when that patch was released on the Switch earlier uh earlier this year uh, in the summer uh I understand that I kind of knew how to run a farm and get through those early things so this is probably short like a person's first playthrough would take longer it took me about 100 hours to get to uh the point where I had a pretty good farm set up on Ginger Island um, and mm. that, I think that save is at about like just shy of 200 at this point, something like that, as I've been doing extra stuff, um, with it off and on, I've since put it down. Uh, I picked it up a little bit to refresh myself about systems, but yeah, like, uh, it is, it is probably, it is up there at the very least with the longest stuff we've ever played. Yeah. It's uh, at least, you know, especially considering like the progress I was making without knowing the stuff. Yeah. Right. Like that first year would have been a wash mm-hmm. basically. And I looked up some stuff. Yeah. You know, so it, it's, it's a really big investment and that's a, you know, that's a double-edged sword, mm-hmm. right? Like it's great. Cause it's generous. Yes. If, if you're looking like this, uh, Stardew Valley is four ninety nine on iOS. <laughs> Wild. It, Wild. It's hard for me to think of a better dollar per hour ratio. If that is something that you are invested in, if you're buying by volume, <laughs> yes for me i bought this twice i bought it on pc and on switch mm-hmm. and played like four hours on pc and then 23 to 25 hours on switch had fun and do not regret yep it at all i had fun mm-hmm. uh you know it is it is a tremendous tremendous value i would say that if you if any of that stuff is interesting to you mm-hmm. Um, even if you don't have the perpetual gamer gene, like mm-hmm. even if you don't want to make things more efficient at infinitum, you can play this until you're done with it and still have fun. Yeah. Like I like to dip into this kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know, from time to time. Yeah. You know, and you know, we've talked about like the Sims is a bit of a depression game. This is, you know, a little bit similar. Like for me, it's an anxiety game because, you know, yeah. like, yeah, it is about control to a certain degree. It is nice to get in here and have perfect control over your day and to bring order to the chaos and to, you know, everything that you do and everything you're, that you're subjected to is a result of a choice that you have made. That's not yeah. something that you get in real life. And this yeah. is the, you know, this is designed yes as a treadmill, but also it is, you know, uh, if, if the routine is rewarding to you, it is an intrinsically rewarding one. The action it's itself. A good yeah. The, the action itself, it is like, um, you know, tending to a, uh, tending to a Zen garden or a bonsai tree or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's hard to, it's, you know, I feel like we got everything I wanted to say out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it, I think that the thing that I learned about myself through this journey is that I do, you know, nobody is, uh, you know, has purely any taste. Like, you know, a, a well-rounded gaming diet is important. Mm-hmm. And we talk about gamer psychographics on this show, like things that are, you know, more or less important to you that kind of dictate what kind type of games you gravitate towards. This is a really good expression of the part of me that is a small part of me, but nonetheless is extant that digs this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And when you take this kind of thing and mix it with other stuff, then, then, then you're cooking with fire. 
yeah. you know, for them, that really works for me. This is the straight stuff. Mm-hmm. This is like pure efficiency for efficiency's sake, distilled into like black tar macanudo. <laughs> yeah. you know, it, it is purely highly refined mm-hmm. to be what it is. Yeah. And you know, it's, I think it's, I think it's impressive uh, that it is so many things to so many different people as well. People yeah. have found, you know, uh, fulfillment out of lots of different uh, kind of angles on this, which is neat on its own. Yeah. Yeah. It's neat. It's a good game. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, you know, Thanks for uh, for for sponsoring it. Yeah, thank you, Zach. The, uh, yeah, thanks, Zach. Appreciate you. I was going to call you my marvelous year, but that's not your name. No, that's how you show up in uh, Patreon. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not a name. Yeah. Uh, if you have anything to say about Stardew Valley, hit us up at DuckFeedTV uh, slash contact. Uh, I'll save everybody some time. I don't want to read any of you guys fucked up or you write, you play the game wrong for a yeah. game that you can't play wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, so write those if you feel the need to. But it's just for you. <laughs> you would just be doing violence to me who reads them and yeah. compiles them and would like leave it out if it was especially mean. So Yeah. We're we're not gonna we're not gonna you know to read those yeah. out loud. Uh, but us, if you have uh, con, you know things that contribute. Yeah. 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 Uh, like I, like I said at the beginning, if there is a glaring omission or a cool story, uh, or something that you found, you know, especially uh, especially cool, uh uh share it in the uh, in the spirit of sharing. Um, which is, you, you know, especially to uh, convey uh, enthusiasm in a way that is contagious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if you have anything to say about that, if you have anything to say about StarCraft 2 or Left 4 Dead 2 as well, you can do that. Um, or if you have anything to say about Fallout 4 or any of the expansions, that's mm-hmm. December 15th at duckfeed.tv slash contact. Yeah. Uh, it's all good. Uh, go there mm-hmm. and do that. You can go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv, uh, get extra episodes uh, of the show, get the full version of the uh, premium episodes. Uh, this month, StarCraft uh, is the premium episode. Uh, so that's coming mm-hmm. out, the preview for everybody uh, next week. And uh, then uh, the patrons are going to get the full version, uh, hearing about uh, the individual missions and things like that. Uh, you also get access to bonus shows and uh, you help out your boys. Uh, you know, it mm-hmm. takes a lot of time. Uh, to do the show the way that we do it. And we really appreciate that your support allows us to make the show we want. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, and we'll be announcing uh, relatively soon what we're doing in uh, next year. Mm-hmm. So next year's already started to form and it's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, save the date, December 17th, that weekend for mm-hmm. Duckstream 2021. Details to come. Yep. But that is the uh, that is the date. So mm-hmm. save that weekend. I expect to see you glued to your computer. Yeah. Uh, and if you don't, we're going to be real upset with you. Mm-hmm. No, Our no. ghost will come back and <laughs> like never going to go down to the tide pools for scavenge again. <laughs> yeah. for ground treats. Uh, oh, man. Until next time, what should they watch out for? Uh, they should watch out for that crap.